Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey, guys, you be Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody: pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips. Joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. 
Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here. Never not funny with our guest Adam Ferrara right around the corner. But first, let's talk about the new season of Super Ego. Those are your favorite doctors from the Super Ego Clinic for the analytical science. They're back. This time they're working for free. You can find that out on Wednesday, October the 9th, when the uh, first episode is released into the wild. Uh, the whole season of wild sketches and antics from improvisers and analyzers, Matt Gorley, Paul F. Tompkins, Matt McConnell, and Jeremy Carter. It's coming out from behind a paywall for everyone to hear. Listen, everybody in this room loves uh, Super Ego and all the gentlemen from there. Uh, there's no reason why you won't as well. Uh, there are guest, uh, guest appearances from people like Andy Daly, Mary Holland, Amanda Lund, many, many more. Super Ego Season 5 is out Wednesday, October 9th. Tune in whenever you, uh, wherever you get your downloads. Subscribe to Super Ego now in your favorite podcast app. But before you do any of that, it's time for Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Let's hear it for the burrito. Come on, that's not fair, man. Oh, did father look the fool? Retention, retention. Are you smoking those hillbilly cigarettes again? Ask your doctor if ball kick tricks is right for you. Oh, I don't like that. Go put your floppy hat on and enjoy your day. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2509, ninth episode of the 25th season of Never Not Funny, the original. <laughs> uh, we welcome you guys in uh, to the program. Uh, hot day, sunny Southern California. Some may argue uh, too hot. Uh, Indian summer, October. Shouldn't be this. Well, that's more November, uh, Indian summer, right? Well, I think it used to be September, but Excuse me, with Jimmy, global warming. Native American yeah. summer, please. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I've not heard one person call it that. <laughs> I know you said it for humor. I think it's called crisscross apple summer. <laughs> <laughs> There's the answer. Good for you. That's Matt Belknap. That's the kind of humor you can expect on this program. Um, good stuff is what I'm saying. And uh, anyway, it's uh, ridiculously hot for October is yeah. my point. Even here in uh, Southern, Southern California, it's going to be in the upper 80s, I'm told, at mm-hmm. the end of the week. And uh, but October surprise is that what they call it? Nope. It, oh no, that's a uh, <laughs> that's an election thing. Like, yeah, it can't. Yeah, but you. It isn't even a surprise. Every friggin' year I do this, I yeah. go, okay, yeah. it's got to start cooling off, and then it it does for like two days. And right you're like, here we go. Yeah, we and got then, rain for three days a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it goes back up, and you're like, god damn it! But it really you you can't expect it to actually be consistently cool until November. Yeah. And you mean hip by cool, right? Yeah. You mean like you put on your hipper clothing, yeah, everyone sharper jackets. Riding around in Vespas and <laughs> putting cigarettes in little uh, holders. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. Somebody in the world probably thinks that's cool. I'm not the guy that. I think it's. I mean, it's, it, that. it's definitely uh, something. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it, it, that's not my bag. Um, I did. Uh, I did see a thing on my drive in and I, it made me feel bad. And this does not play into this, but it does because of clothing. The uh, homeless gentleman at the uh, ramp at the bottom of the 101 onto Woodman uh, was uh, without pants. Oh. And it just, it was like, I was like, oh, oh like, how do you not, mm-hmm. you know, and he was. Uh, you mean naked? Well, they were around his ankles and, but I don't think he knew. Oh. Like he oh. was still like putting his bike there and yeah. this and his pants, his sweatpants had just fallen. Oh, 
And I did not see him from the front. Right. And it was just him sorting all of his stuff around with his pants down. Hmm. And it just... It, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it just bummed me out. I, mean, I, I, I laughed at first until I realized, you know, oh, there's. Yeah. Although it probably felt good on a hot day. Oh, hot day. Right. Get, the, get the breeze up in there. Absolutely. I like that idea. Do you like I that idea? I think I might do it. <laughs> you know, I got a buddy of mine that goes to those uh, nudist uh, camps. Oh, boy. Yeah. Goes to uh, he and his wife. They go. And are you doing a bit? No. You really do know I, someone? I do know somebody. Huh. Yes. You also know this person. I do? Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. Uh, can't wait to find out. It is, not, it is not in our circle. Uh-huh. It is outside of that, but you okay. know this person. Um, and it is a person that, when I received that news, blew me away. Because mm. it was a person that, like, wouldn't take his shirt off after, uh, you know, a, a, an athletic event. Right. Uh, huh. by the, you know, like uh, on a hot day, right? Like guy who wears a sweater playing basketball. Yes, like it really, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, had shame, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, oh yeah, I did this, and uh, and I, 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 I was Roger Rabbit. My eyes were like, what? <laughs> now, do you mean he did it one time, or he's now frequent? No, that's the thing they do. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're not swinging or anything. It's not yeah, a, it's not no, a, no, it's not a it. sexual thing. Right, right. But he, to your point, like it feels, he says, it feels good. It's freeing. I mean, I couldn't enjoy that with all the like self-loathing that would be f- running through my brain it f- literally from the moment those pants drop <laughs> to the moment I get them back on. I would, uh, what, you have a look on your face like you've done it. I haven't, but I have a story about this. Uh, one year I was, I got tickets to Coachella. I don't care about Coachella, but I got these tickets for, from a client and uh, my recently ex- or as uh, Chris Malanfi calls it Coachella <laughs> have you noticed that yes I do oh my god I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you okay. but uh, I, I know just because I know Jimmy can relate what's going on look at this hey, now intruder alert intruder alert out out up 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 let's go hey Garen in all seriousness if Adam wants to run next door and grab a cup of coffee that's cool uh, it's on us we started late we started very late today yeah. and he is uh ridiculously six minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I was going to let it slide one time. This, this is from the, the, the Hit Parade podcast that Jimmy and I both listen to. Which we both enjoy very much. Which is fantastic and I yes. love it. But, uh, and we should give uh, Hannah Stifle, 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 credit for turning yeah. us on to it. Yes, she did. Stifle. After she uh, sat in for Garen that I'm day. I'm going to stick with mm-hmm. Stifle. Yeah, Stifle. Hannah. Is it, it I-E or E-I? I-E. So it's... It's I before you except for C. It's what? Sti- you think it's Stifle? No, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's No, it's... If it's Stifle, wouldn't we have laughed about the fact that her name means like... Yeah, it's we, gotta be Stifle. To not laugh out. I, I would imagine that uh, Stifle would have made it, you know, some asshole would have done that. <laughs> yeah. By that, huh. I mean anybody in this room. <laughs> well, she'll let us know as soon as she hears this episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but bottom line, that guy says Coachella. He's every single time, Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> it's Coachella, you dumb fuck. Coachella. <laughs> I understand you're reading it in PR style, but come on, man. You know what that word what, is. What if it is technically Coachella and he's oh, just being that guy? That would actually be very no because apropos if i may there's uh. a young comedian i don't know her name who did a set before me at the comedy store not that long ago and her her whole she did a whole bit about how her boyfriend said uh i'm gonna be going to coachella and then she did a whole bit about how fucking dumb he was for saying it right <laughs> no by the way that is not confirmation that yeah i mean yeah that is she either re- did, if she if she researched the joke, then it's right. then you're on solid ground. She may not have researched it herself, but everybody calls it Coachella. So, right. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we live in California. That guy is in New York. I just feel like the further away you are from Coachella, the less likely you are to know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Whereas like we know 
even without that festival, if you go to Palm Springs, you, you see signs for the Coachella Valley and, you know, it's like a whole thing. But if you looked at that on paper, wouldn't you go Coach? Ella. Yeah. I do. Coachella. Yes. Yeah. Right? Is, you, you, that's you, literally how it's spelled. You electric company. It. Yes. Not co Coachella. Coachella. Like you wouldn't do that. Right. It's not two Achellas getting together to be Coachellas. Now, Garen, all of this said, you have to look this up now and see if there's a pronunciation because there's no doubt now we're wrong. We've been way too verbose on this. Because you're making such pompous declarations about this. Did Adam go grab a cup of coffee or what is he? Yeah, he's going to come back in like 10 minutes. Okay, great. Uh, right. How to pronounce Coachella? Here All right, go. here we go. It's gonna be robot voice. It's gonna be robot or is robot it? voice. Here we go. Popular pronunciation: Coachella. One more time, but I think Coachella. Wait. Oh no! Wait, the first time it was different. Popular pronunciation: Coachella. Coachella. What? Popular pronunciation: Coachella. And then it just says Coachella. Coachella. Does that mean that's the unpopular pronunciation? Because we can We're, confirm that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very unpopular in my ears. I know you don't like it. I don't like it. That young lady who did the uh, the set. Yeah. She was very funny. I wish I could remember her name. It sounds like they're both possible. I think that's... Maybe it's... Wikipedia suggests it is pronounced either Coachella or Coachella. Apparently, it comes from a misreading of a Spanish name, Conch... Conchilla? Conchilla? So whoever does it is wrong, is what is what that seems to say to me. Yeah, no. so there's no correct way to say So Coachella. it should be like the Conchilla Valley? Is that what, you're, is that what that you just said? Con, is that Conchilla? C-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-A? Conchilla? But it's C-H-E-L-L-A. Coachella. Right, but I think what's what's being said here is that um, Europeans or Americans Mucked it up. could not understand a Spanish word. Right. And they created their own word. Oh, so they, okay. Hmm. And so, therefore, Co- Coachella so, so is there not is, a real thing. There is no pronunciation to it other than what we decide it is. I'd still like to, to be me. mad at this guy, <laughs> yeah. and I want that girl's bit to be correct. I bet he, I, like, honestly, the, the way this guy comes off, there's no doubt he has spent hours worrying about how to say it, yeah. and this is what he landed on. <laughs> well, he's an ass a hole. <laughs> how about that? Uh, Great show, though. He may be a nice guy. I I know nothing about him. He seems like a... I would love to have him on this show because we could talk... I mean, you and I could talk charts all day and like it would be fun to talk to a guy who's like knows so much history. But... uh, Would he be fun and entertaining, though? Is there any evidence he's got a good sense of humor? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Is uh, there evidence? I also don't know. (laughs) That's... There's no... There isn't a lot of... There isn't really evidence that he has a sense of humor, but his show's not supposed to be funny, so... Uh, Not at all. uh, Those couple of live episodes where maybe he tries to crack a joke. He was at the the Bell House. He was at the Bell House once, yeah. Yeah, it it was the the joke... Boy, this is unfair. But (laughs) we're just funny. It it was very... uh, They were theater laughs, in my opinion. Like, they... (laughs) Mm -hmm. What he said was amusing, but it got... Oh, you know, you know what? Like, what's Gaffar? What's his name? The uh, I keep, why can I never remember his name? The New Yorker guy. Oh yeah, and, uh, Borowitz. Andy he Borowitz. got like Borowitz type laughs mm-hmm. from that. Uh, listening to it, and I couldn't see anything. Obviously, I was just listening to it, but it definitely came off as. Uh, and I've been this guy in my life uh, where you are nervous, and so you write everything out the, exactly how you're going to do it, and you you over prepare you rehearse it way too much and then you go out there and you're like glued to the script mm-hmm. and you're not in the moment whatsoever and you're not uh, reacting to the crowd properly you're not acknowledging the crowd properly and that's just from you know that's just a, a question of like you need to you need to you need experience to learn to mm-hmm. not do that but it just it very much felt familiar to me like oh this guy's not looking up from his script yeah. <laughs> that's, what it, that's how it sounded 
Uh, now that we've overanalyzed this guy's life. Cut to there's a video of it. He doesn't stop looking at one person in the audience. He's like dynamically yeah. running from side to side. He's got like a, one of those headset microphones like Janet Jackson. I will tell you this, and Ellie, we'll circle back to your thing. Right. I, uh, I will tell you about running from side to side on the stage as I saw Greta Van Fleet last night. Oh. And uh, whether you like them or not, whether you think they're derivative of Led Zeppelin or not, those guys are rock stars, man. They are, they are, you could pluck them right out of 1977 and they have that they've got mm-hmm. the swagger they've got their it doesn't look like they're posing it's like that's just fucking them mm-hmm. and uh, i was at my least favorite venue in town the uh, palladium um mm-hmm. where i st- i stood of course you don't you know you don't stand or yeah. sit there uh remember where we were for kesha where mm-hmm. it was like we were way up top yeah but on the side. on the uh, on the side but close to the center kind of mm-hmm. i was the exact opposite end where i was watching i was on the side of the stage oh, yeah, i don't like that um Nobody was in my way. That's good. Which was decent. Um, then they're not doing the show for you. You're almost like a roadie who's like <laughs> observing yeah. well, it. Well, I got out there after a little bit. With the, <laughs> sure. Uh, Run some cable. But you know what? It, it, uh, I will say this. It, the sound also um, uh, suffered. Suffered. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Because I then for the encore went and watched where I really didn't see anything because I'm five foot four and a half and I can't see over anybody. But I stood center stage and it was like, oh, this sound. And they sounded good even where I was, but it sounded great. Yeah. Um, But it was an interesting combination of people of um, young hipsters. The front row, by the way, was just nothing but young girls. Mm -hmm. And then young hipsters and then grizzled old rockers yeah and i mean not me who's a old rocker <laughs> right. but uh garen if you can hit the door uh grizzled old rockers in the sense of these were the people that committed to the sunset strip in 1982 <laughs> yep. and, they, and they rode that lifestyle hard yeah yeah um thank you adam for uh, coming back uh adam ferrara has just walked in uh he took a little time a little <laughs> walk around the block maybe made a phone call i don't know what he did it's not my business mm-hmm. uh what he did all i know is that my business was i wanted him out of this fucking room <laughs> so that we could do the top of the show uh in peace and quiet yeah. without his dumb italian nonsense over there. <laughs> i don't need him right i don't need that i don't need that gondola talk i don't need him bringing up pepperoni I don't need any of that bullshit today. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a great show. It was a great show. Uh, but I did see this. Here's what I saw. And I've never seen this with the exception of when uh, I was at a Motley Crue concert and the woman was forced to do it. Mm-hmm. A woman on a dude's shoulders flashed the band. What? What? And it, with like... It, it it in the, the like at Woodstock. It was and you're in the Palladium, a small club. I mean, it's not small, but it's not big. Right. That's the a weird like outdoor festival. I kind of it get had it. outdoor festival vibe to it when she did it. That is so weird. And I could only see it by the way because as I I was on the side of the stage, mm-hmm. and so I could you, see you outside boob the sea of the audience. <laughs> no, I, I actually my angle was I could I was like and the reason I noticed it was like. I was obsessed with it because it was bugging me because as a short man, I felt bad for anybody behind them. Like, yeah. oh, it just got worse. Not only are you yeah. somebody in your way, now you have person on person. And that, how long was she on the shoulders? For the entire for song, and then she did it again for, during the encore. Uh, but she was up there, and I was like, what are you doing? Get out. Come on, man. You're ruining the scene. You're ruining the side. Woohoo! And I was like, oh, wait, what just happened? Crazy. And then he, oh, hee, hee, 
<laughs> you know, whatever he does his shrieky. I saw Greta Van Fleet last night, Adam. That's who I'm speaking of. Greta Van Fleet? Greta Van Fleet, yes. She, she flashed you? That is a uh, microphone there. If you could pick that up, sir. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is a four-piece rock band out of Michigan. First of all, buongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, and they, uh, they're very much, they get compared to Led Zeppelin quite a bit. Very cool. Uh, fairly and unfairly. It's, fa- yeah. it's four young men. Don't, don't let the name four fool you. And, and Greta Van Fleet is the name of the... That's the name of the outfit, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is somebody, if I'm not mistaken, right? Is she some maybe Hispanic actress, I want to say? Mm. You're the, you're the fan. What? We don't know anything Greta about this. Van? What's that? I know, I know a guy, uh, Pedro's got a van. I don't think that applies here. Oh, all right. But uh, keep me posted what he's doing with that band. Right, it, didn't, it, it didn't sound. It didn't sound Spanish to me. Uh, it does not. But there's. I, Is I, there a connect? I'm a Led Zeppelin fan. I do not know of any connection with Greta Van Fleet. No, no, no. They're Zeppelin. they're trying to distance themselves from any Zeppelin. Oh, so it's not a tribute kind of thing. It's not like Dread Zeppelin or. No, no, no. These oh. are these guys are uh, originals. Originals. And okay. The kid just happens to sound to me. He sounds like a mix of Robert Plant and John Anderson from Yes. Okay, but the but many will argue that he, they sound like a complete Zeppelin ripoff. Mm. Uh, I did. A, did you ever do um, uh, live at Jonglers in London? Do you ever do stand up there? No. The host is Rick Wakeman, who the, was the keyboard player in Yes. Really? Yeah. And uh, so we finished the show. We went out afterwards. And we had a couple of beers. And he's, telling, he's just telling stories. He's like, do you know why there's no more magic mushrooms? <laughs> and I said, no, Rick, why? John Anderson took them all. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you there with that? Because I would have stayed at that. I would, oh, I, yeah. I'd still be there going, and what's, what about Joe Cocker? Yeah, oh, he's telling me all kinds. Of, he played on, um, on Ziggy Stardust. They wanted him to be the keyboard player. David Bowie wanted him to be the keyboard player. But wow. Yes, he goes, I, well, yes, Bowie wanted me to be in the band. But So what happened? He goes, yes, gave me a bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still alive, Rick Wakeman? I think so, yeah. Yes, because he, 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 it's Anderson, Wakeman, and somebody else. That, Powell, Powell, the guitar player? No, they're, in, they're the other yes. There's two yeses. Two yes. There's battling yeses at the moment. Ah. And one has uh, some dudes, and some have the one with the fill-in for John Anderson. I That's what Steve Howe is in that one. Okay. Uh, but I will tell you, the lead singer, and again, I like this man a lot, but I don't know any of their names. The lead singer also was barefoot the entire show. Greta? Uh, no. Some, no. No, no, I mean, that's the band you're talking about. The, yes, I, yeah, back to Greta Van Fleet. I, I apologize. Say. I can't, I, I, I'm avoiding the last word because I'm hearing three different words when you say Fleet. it. Fleet. Fleet. Right. Greta Van Fleet. Fleet. Three words. So it's Greta Van Feet at this point. Yes. Good save. <laughs> Any, anyhow, as a gentleman uh, on the side of the stage and above, all I could think about was the roadies had to just make sure that stage was clear of any debris because mm-hmm, yeah. just even the smallest pebble, mm-hmm. if it were my feet, yeah. although maybe he's built up some calluses because he's mm-hmm. a jagoff that performs with <laughs> bare feet. <laughs> right. Put some shoes on, prick. God damn it, you weird little elf. He's really going for it with that 70s lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. You know what else does that, or at least for a while, Ann Wilson of Heart would perform in bare feet. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Van Zant too. Would he really? He hated wearing boots because he had an injury, so he didn't like wearing shoes. So he would perform without... He w- uh, And the manager said, <laughs> dude, you gotta wear boots. So they put, put the boots on. It was in the book, uh, the whiskey, whiskey Bottles and Brand New Cars, I think is the name of the book, though, if you're a... Now, you read the book, so I don't know this. Do you think that that foot thing is what caused that plane to go down? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, well, again, you I, read the book. I I'll, have t- I'll tell you this. I don't think it helped. <laughs> it certainly didn't help. Certainly the odor. It was right? disgusting. What's going on back there? What's the fucking smelling back there? <laughs> <laughs> Greta Van uh, Fleet is three brothers, apparently. Okay. That I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, the drummer got the gig because the uh, the original drummer didn't show up to rehearsal one day. And mm. then that drummer sat down and started playing. And then uh, 
You're in, dude. Trevor Boulder got in David Bowie's band because Herbie Flowers didn't show up, so they made him do it. And Herbie Flowers was the guy that did the uh, Lou, Ro- uh, uh, Lou Reed, you know, the boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all him. He got eight bucks for the session. That was it. Wow. Eight dollars. That was about it. Yeah, about wow. it. Wow. And he was the one that came up with that bass line. Why do we all know that bass line, too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More so it. for me from Tribe Called Quest's sampling of it, but oh, yes. <laughs> well, at any rate, you know it. Yeah. Right? Nobody knows the song Street Player by Chicago, but if you know that song by Da Bomb or by uh, Pitbull, you, you right. know that song better than any Chicago fan probably does, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, Garen, what were, you, what were you looking up, sir? The, the origin of the name Greta Van Fleet. Oh. I didn't hear you ask that. <laughs> but I'm staring at their page, so. You were too busy finding out that they're all brothers, except one of them, I guess. I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did a relative die and leave you a lot of money? You just got to give your banking stuff? Is that what you're looking at? You no, know, I got this email from this guy from from like the, some Norwegian prince. Uh huh. Is that like, a Norwegian yeah, prince? Like, no, our Norwegian prince. Yeah, he's a Norwegian. I'm talking about a guy from Norway. Well, could sure. now, prince. now could you talk about the information I asked you to look up? <laughs> <laughs> could we do that now? Speaking of uh, urgent uh, uh, matters, isn't the Norwegian prince one of those? Cruise ships? Nigerian prince is what I was trying to I, think. I, but I, I could know. not remember yeah. the uh-huh. country. No, no. Could you remember to go ahead back to that computer and do it? <laughs> I'm trying to find it. It's not. I just like this riff. <laughs> I think if you just typed in origin of the name Greta Van Fleet, you'll get it. You don't need to be on their website. You don't need to be looking at merch. I don't need the fucking family Tour tree. Dates. Right? What? Tour dates. I don't need to, I don't need any of that, Gary. All I oh, need. so you want their tour dates. We know that we know they were in uh L.A. last night. Or Los Angeles last night. Two nights in a row at the... Uh, and how were you turned on to this band, if I may ask? You know, I like classic rock. And then they, they showed up somewhere on some website or whatever. And, and I think it was this band uh, is the new Zeppelin or whatever. And I was like, okay. oh, I'll listen to them. And I really, really liked them. Cool. And that that's it. End of story. What's their what's their big song? The one we probably would have heard? When the black smoke rises. That's the one you know. <laughs> when the they black... are named after a lady from their hometown. No. Oh. Her name was Gretna Van Fleet. Uh, his grandpa told him, told the bassist Sam, it, he needed to go cut wood for Gretna Van Fleet. He heard it and thought that's an interesting name. And then they just dropped the N and named it Gretna Van, Gretna Fleet. Van Fleet. See, I love it. There you go. Right? Hmm. There you go. Now these guys don't have own shoes. <laughs> they're torn all over the country. Right? Imagine how much they're saving by not having to pack shoes. And Gretna does not have her wood. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> she had to find someone new in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, although, you'd think everybody would be lining up, because look at the success you could get sure. from go. cutting Greta's trees. Gretna. Uh, Gretna's. I wonder if Gretna's still alive. No way. No, we she's lost dead. Gretna. There's no way she's alive. She's 87 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, she is alive. God. Gretna's still alive. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, those guys are probably only 22, so I'm sure the story's yeah. not that old. No question. As yeah. of last May, she was 87. Mm-hmm. If she's alive still, I don't know. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I'll give the guys a call. Uh, all right, Adam Ferrari's here. We'll get back to your story we'll t- uh, after the break. I want to bring oh. Adam into that conversation. I would imagine, right. That's why I put this aside. I would imagine that Adam has uh, uh, probably has some thoughts on the uh, on the topic. Mm. Uh, and so we'll do that. We'll go around the horn. We'll check in about everybody's weekend. We'll check in with our buddy Adam Ferrari, who's got a brand new podcast out. Uh, Adam, the name of the podcast is? 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. All uh, right. <laughs> and I'm one of the guests, and I can confirm you, that. You were on Thursday's episode. Oh, wait. I'm, it just came out? I wanted to wait till I did this, so I will air your episode will air on Thursday. It's coming out this Thursday. Well, it comes out uh, uh, today or uh, tomorrow and or today, depending on when. Whenever it is. Yes. Uh, The, what is that? The 8th of, uh, no, the 14th of October? 10th. The 10th. 10th. Today's the 7th. The hoof. The hoof. The hoof. (laughs) We'll be back. (laughs)
Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm here to talk with my friend Matt about Lightstream. Lightstream. Hey, pay off your credit card balances and save money with a credit card consolidation loan from our friends at Lightstream. Lightstream. At Lightstream, you can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR wow. with auto pay. That is much lower than a national average, uh, which is usually over 20% it is. APR. It's, yeah, it's, it's horrible out there, guys. Don't go uh, Don't go getting a credit card and then racking up those bills. Don't go breaking my heart. Go to Lightstream. Or if you've done that already, then uh, correct your error by going to Lightstream. Yeah, I, I think that's basically what it is that people have already made the error. Yes. Now, Lightstream will help them get their life together. Uh, as I've said many, many times back in my uh, financial woes days... Is that a sentence? Yeah. Um, I wish this existed because yeah. it would have saved me a lot of hassle and maybe uh, a, a lot, lot of money, of, a lot of ulcers and money, moolah, money, 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 Lightstream. Hey, for listeners uh, right now of Number Not Funny, you could apply to get a special interest rate discount. And the only way to get this is to go to lightstream.com slash pardo. That is L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash pardo. It is subject to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. So I ask you again, we're talking about Lightstream. Lightstream. Lightstream.com slash Pardo for more info. Lightstream.com slash Pardo. Lightstream. A better way to consolidate your credit card debt. Hey, hiring can be a slow process. Slow hand. I don't know how that song goes. (laughs) Is that the the melody? Oh, yeah. I need a man with a slow hand. No, I do know it. I want to them with the ears attached. You're welcome. You get a little song inside an ad for ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. Uh, Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Miskowitz. Well, listen up, Matt. Mm-hmm. He needed to hire a director of coffee. Yes, I remember this story. It's well, a good one. It's worth repeating. Well, I'll tell you again right now, <laughs> okay. then. Uh, he needed a director of coffee, a DOC. The COO needed a DOC uh-huh. for his organic coffee company. That's an OCC. <laughs> uh, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants, so he switched to ZipRecruiter. Uh-huh. And who could blame him for having trouble finding a director of coffee? That's not a common job description. It is not. I would imagine that he uh, probably interviewed a lot of people that claim they could handle that. But it sounds like you, you need some very specific skills. Yeah. I mean, how many people came through the door and then it turned out they're more of a tea person? It's like, get the hell right. out of here. Wait, yeah, we're not looking for you. No, we don't we're, need that. We're going we're going bean, not leaf, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Go steep in some other juices. That's <laughs> <laughs> not really what, how tea works. But uh, <laughs> No, it steeps. Not, in, not in juices, though. In the water. Yeah. We could put it in you. You could certainly put your tea in it like a lemonade. Tea juice. Is that an idea? I think it's uh, It's an idea. Is it a good one? Idea? <laughs> I, I can't. I, refuse, I, I don't want to hurt you on the air. Okay. Uh, ZipRecruiter doesn't offer um, you free money because that's not any of the words <laughs> on the piece of paper. I thought we were talking about Dylan Miskowitz. Uh, yeah, but now I'm switching back to ZipRecruiter. Okay, zip, zip. Dylan, I'm done with Dylan and his story. Now let's go back to him. He later. found his DOC. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. That's right. It has technology that identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your job. So you get qualified candidates. Look at a split. Dylan posted his job. Oh, we're back to Dylan. I know. Dylan posted his job in ZipRecruiter and said how impressed he was by how quickly he got great candidates to apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. That is how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. Yay, Dylan. Yay, good for you. Take the rest of the week off, Big D. With results like that, it's a wonder. Four out of five. It is no wonder, my brothers. 
Uh, the four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Here's the call to action. I'm listening. Required reading. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at the web address ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2509. Adam Ferrara is here. Adam's got the hot new podcast called 30, uh, 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've had Andrea Martin on? Yes, Andrea Martin's been on, Kevin James, uh, Tony Cohen, my friend Jimmy Pardo. Right. Beyond this week, of course. Yes. Looking forward to it. You're yes. kind enough to come to the Pardo house. A very rare yeah. guest allowed in my home. That wow. was great. The Fortress of Solitude. I, had, mm-hmm. I came all the way in, which yeah. is, and by the way, of a lovely home, and just as I would picture it. I love the living room. I love the couch. It was like, it had a very homey vibe to it. So thank, thank you for having mm-hmm. me. Uh, but that is the truth, though, Adam. Of the five people in this room at the moment, mm-hmm. I, I believe only three of us have been in the house. Right. Uh-huh. Right? You were not allowed I, in. I did, you even I, brought me a piece of furniture yes. and let you in now the my, house. Now, <laughs> my piece of furniture is in your house, yes. but I did not enter. I did not cross the threshold. Right. You believe I'm a vampire. You did not welcome me. And, and Garen, you've not been to my house. You've not nope. been to my house. Right? We, did, did you ever meet me out front of it for any reason? Nope. All right, that's Not right. this one. That's right. I don't want you. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> the last one, you uh, showed up as a weird stalker. <laughs> when he was just a fan, he showed up at my garage sale. Really? Yeah, apparently I put out enough clues where he figured out, he and his buddy figured out where uh, where it was and yeah. they showed up. Did he buy anything? I, I, I want his socks. <laughs> it wasn't that creepy. He gave me some books. I gave you some books. Yeah. I'm a nice man. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, well. It's After that you or... sent me the listing to your your uh, posting. Mm-hmm. I did not. Did I? I'm pretty sure. He gave you some books. Right. Did, did he give you well, a copy? Thanks for sucking the fun out of that then, Garen. Uh, it's more fun to think you did all that research and Columboed it. <laughs> what? Nobody's going to believe that. But you emailed him to say... We had talked back and forth about his early bird gets the worm thing, and I, I was like, here, I did it, and it worked. And then I think you showed me what you, you did the same thing. I don't remember. Oh, okay. But we were going to see Star Wars that morning right in the area, and I was like, well, let's do this first. Mm-hmm. So we saw him by there, and then we went to see Star Wars. That was, uh, it was 1977? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved a garage sale as a child. I actually did as a child. Boy, I loved going. I loved going to him. You know, I go and I, I, you know, you get something for a dollar. You know, yeah. you're getting your allowance. It's not a lot. And you, you, I, when I moved out here, I went to the 99 cent store. I walked in there like Sinatra. I was like, <laughs> anything, baby, on me. What do you got? Hot lung machine? Give me two and a carry out. <laughs> right? Yeah. You just feel like a king. Yeah. Uh, I went into the 99 cent store not that long ago. And I was like, why don't I shop here more often? <laughs> like there, there's, the, especially like for men shaving or well, no, I of course exclusively use Harry's, but right. uh, otherwise, you know, toothpaste and that sort of yeah, thing. Stuff like food, yeah, I'm like, no, no, that I'm stuff's not. been some stale of, for a while. Yeah, some of them actually do have groceries as well. They have a nice produce, don't they? From what I'm told, sometimes, yeah. You yeah, hit hit at the right moment. Yeah, get some good stuff, right? Hey, uh, this is completely off topic, Go ahead. but I want to discuss very quickly, and discussion is a, uh, too strong of a word. On the 405 coming here today, a car was towing a. Uh, I'm going to say yacht. That seems too big to be towing down the 405. <laughs> boat. But it was a boat, but it wasn't a small boat. It was a it was a nice-sized boat. Uh-huh. 25 feet. That had a new, Okay. All right. Uh, but it had the name of it on the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, the name on the back, and I'm wondering if maybe one of these words means something different in a different language. Oh, no. Uh-oh. The word, uh, the name of the boat, which is usually what, Adam? What would you, uh, what are uh, common names? The SS Minnow. Okay. <laughs> Titanic. Mm-hmm. Andrea Doria. 
These were three successful trips. None of them ended well. <laughs> Dad's folly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like that's often a boat. There's always like something supposed to be funny like that. Right. Well, Amistad. Here's what this way. <laughs> Could you imagine? These are, by the Amistad way, too. Uh, those might be uh, the only four that are worse than what this is. Right. Uh-huh. Panty Ripper. Oh Stop no! It. Panty rippers. No. I don't, Stop it! No. I'm really, I'm really sure that in Norwegian it means something else. Um, yeah, it means date rape. That's <laughs> yeah. what it means. Panty rippers. Are you shit? What? That's terrible. Wow. Right. And then I tried to look at the guy, and he had the he had a tinted window, so it's like I couldn't even see what a hole thought that was okay. Yeah. Are, are you are you caught up with the good place? I am not. Oh, okay. Why well, is there a reference to that? No, no, no. There isn't. But there's a character on there who that would be his boat. I'm I pretty see. sure. Oh, wait a minute though. What if it is a movie prop or a TV show prop, not a real? Oh, okay. like, one so, can like, only like, hope. Like, Dan, yeah. like a Danny McBride project. Did yes. you remember? It did, would have did, to be a Danny McBride project. <laughs> did you recall <laughs> passing the boat and seeing numbers on the front of it? Because if it's registered, then that's a registration. I did not. I was too busy trying to get my eyes into the uh, cabin of that truck. Okay. That uh, pickup truck that was uh, towing the panty ripper. Mm. I don't think any of those words or either of those words have a different meaning in the nautical world. (laughs) Oh, I don't think so either. Maybe ripper. Ripper might mean something, but panty is Wave ripper. Right? You you rip through Mm -hmm. those waves. Yeah, That's something. Right? That doesn't call, make it better. I call waves panties, so this all adds oh, up. That be, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. That was your boat. It was. It's a guy's boat. <laughs> oh, it's a, no question. It's a dude's <laughs> it's, boat. It's a dude's boat. Panty ripper. Yeah. That's not good. Come on, bring the kids. <laughs> I can't lie. I would love the idea if that was like some lesbian's boat. That would, that would make me oh, yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. Maybe I misread. Maybe it's pantry ripper. Now that because the guy that likes a snack, yeah. tearing into those ding dongs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I know he's turning into those panties with that ding dong. He's ripping them apart. Yeah. What a prick naming his butt. I'm with you, though, now. I'm starting to think it <laughs> well, might be a prop. Because yeah. it is It is kind of like, you know. So blatant. You know, in uh, Kill Bill, there's the, the, pussy, the wagon. Uh, pussy wagon, yeah. mm-hmm. which then, unfortunately, Tarantino decided to buy. I don't know. Or he just took it. He was He would be seen driving around Hollywood in that truck after the movie was made. So. He he's still like he's still that guy, even though it's like oh, it was from the movie. But it's like you're still the guy in the. I know it's ironic or something, but you're still the guy driving around in the, in the pussy. Yeah, wagon. Nah. So I don't know. Uh, you think you think uh, Samuel Jackson has a wallet that says "bad motherfucker"? <laughs> I kind of want him to. I yeah. want him to. <laughs> yeah. What's in your wallet? The one that says "bad motherfucker." <laughs> I like Samuel. I saw him once at a uh, an event that he stood up and showed us his hat. Yeah, he did. He just stood up and took his hat off. He was just tipping his hat, but he did it in a way that it looked like he was presenting it, which was very like, not about me guys right now. It's about the hat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Adam Ferrars here. He's got the hot new podcast, 30 Minutes You Can't Get Back. Yep. Uh, Andrea Martin. who Now, you worked with her on some projects. I right? did. I, I did an episode. What did I do? An episode of uh, the, good, the Good Wife with her, and or The Good Fight. I think it was The Good Fight when I did it. And I did a movie called Little Italy with her. Mm. And we became friends. And she was out here. And I emailed her. And uh, she said, uh, I, I want to do a podcast. I go, well, I'll come by. She goes, I need a ride home. So I picked her up at the doctor's. <laughs> drove home. Really? Like, yeah, I picked her up. And, and uh, we went back to uh, where she was staying and we did the podcast. And you enjoy I mean, she's just as a, she was so as, sweet. As a person our age of, yeah, yeah. of watching SCTV. SCTV. Yeah. And then there you are. She's in your home. Yeah. 
Or you, you were in her home. Yeah, she was staying. So I was I was at the place she was staying. Okay. We were sitting there and we were laughing. And right. She's really. I spent. We spent six weeks together doing a movie in Toronto. And uh, and she, now she's she's Andrea. You know, she's my friend Andrea now. It's it's it. But I I know because I was the same way when you first meet him when you first work with these people and right. stuff. You know how it is. And I like, do. And then all of a sudden you're just like oh, he's calling again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever feel that way. I'm grateful for anybody that wants to make contact with Mr. Pardo, with yeah. the exception of the three in this room. No <laughs> space, understand. please. <laughs> That's why there's no more garage sales. You don't want to risk it. I, I can't take yeah, that chance. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, not had one in a long, long time. No? Uh, no, I just bring everything to Goodwill. I was like, yeah. yeah. You know what? There's people that could use this more than I could use the couple hundred. I, that, I'm not rich by any means. I could certainly use a couple hundred dollars. Sure. But I kind of feel. Take it. You know what? Take right and pay it forward. Let's hope somebody can get a pair, you know, a suit or something at a price they never would be able to afford. Sure. Uh, so what I'm saying is, I'm a hero. I <laughs> really are. Right, and that you know, it, it, start building the altar. If I had more money, I would, you know, I'd be able to compete against the Panty Ripper and go and get myself <laughs> uh, my own boat. Sure. Right, the Kongslong. That's what uh, I would call it. By the way, I, I looked it up trying to see if maybe I could find that boat. I did not, but apparently there's a either a bar or a or a type of rum, Panty uh, Ripper rum. P a n t i r i p a, Pantaripa. Which, which, but here's the thing: is their their label is a lady with her underwear being taken off by a crab. Wait, what? <laughs> so, well, so Pant- it's not Ripper is Belize's most one of their most popular cocktails. Ah, Belize. you know what? Thank you for that oh, it's answer. A drink. Because yeah. it did say something on the back about Belize. It did oh, okay. say oh, okay. Okay, oh, yeah. interesting. All right, so so it's the drink that's disgusting, not the boat. <laughs> okay. Well, at least we solved this. At least we solved yeah. this problem. Mm-hmm. I still want to hate that guy for driving it. I think you're fine. I think you're okay to do that. Yeah. 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 I still want to be against that. On guy. board. Uh, speaking of getting on board, let's get on board with the pop culture piece info desk. Monster by dogpal.com. Let's say hello to Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the uh, uh, computer, tip tapping away. Uh, how was the weekend, Garen? I saw Garen. In fact, Garen, if I may, very quickly, thank everybody that came out to Flappers this weekend. Had. Uh, four, gr- four great shows. Yeah, it's fun, fun uh, room, isn't it? it uh, Maggie May was the opening uh, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, wake no. up. She was sleeping the entire time. Mm-hmm. I got. I said, I got something to say. Uh, it's a great Rod Stewart song. It's got to be a horrible name to go through life with. Uh, well, to have people singing that song to you every she's day. She's African American, so I'm guessing uh, it doesn't, doesn't happen as often as it would for a young Irish girl. Right, right. From yeah. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. okay. And uh, it is 2019, so she's right. got two... Two ways to avoid having yeah. that happen every single time. But but she was very nice and very funny. I'd never met her. Uh, she was great. And then uh, Carol Leifer did a guess that one oh, night. Oh, yeah. Good to see Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say good to see her, I had never met Carol Leifer. Wow. Uh, in all my years. And that's the first thing she really? said. She's like, how is it we've never met? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? It's bizarre, right? Considering how yeah. we have... 1,000 friends in common. Yep. And we would have been at some other event at some point, but yeah. never had. Uh, she was on her way to tape our friend Carol Montgomery's uh, Women of a Certain Age special for Showtime. So cool. she was running that set, and I would imagine she had a great taping based on what I saw. Cool. Uh, and then Matt Donner, of course, was the feature act who mm-hmm. is uh, does more jokes in 20 minutes than I do in one. Yeah. Wait, bad. One hour. One hour, thank you. <laughs> I meant to say 10 hours. All my numbers were wrong. He's like a Brian Kiley type where it's yeah. just, you know, bang, 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 yeah. bang. And, and then I get up there and say, we're going to slow it down. With, even though my, I am hyperkinetic, I slow it down from a Matt Donner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great, great shows. They just, they get, it just reminds me so much of uh, just, it doesn't have that L.A. Hollywood vibe mm-hmm. at that club. You, you They can stretch out. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, you can stretch out. It's not like, you know, here's my 10 minutes. Right, and then I'll you know, see you next week for my other 10 minutes. Yeah, This is, you're doing a set. You're doing a real set, as you would 
if you were in Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, the staff is terrific. Everybody's terrific there. And Garen was kind enough, as a lot of Never Not Funny fans were, uh, to come. And I, consider, I still consider Garen a fan more than a <laughs> first, cast member. First and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, right as a fan, he had more access to my house than he does now as a That's cast so member. true, yeah. <laughs> Um, you're left get, with a book and a complaint. Right? <laughs> Getting too close to the sun, my man. Right? Fly on your wings like Icarus. What? Uh, uh, so thank you for coming. This is my, my long pleasure. point. Uh, what, uh, what else did you do? Without going into a review, you saw Joker. I saw Joker. Mm-hmm. I have a celebrity sighting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Now, Adam, you know this game. Go ahead, yes. This is where uh, we see a celebrity in the wild, and mm-hmm. we have to guess who it is. All right. Hit it. Are we getting a clue? Or are you just gonna yeah. Hold on. There's a song. There we go. Brand new, hot off the presses. That one is from, mm-hmm. I want to say, Mike French. I think so, yeah. That's who sent that one. Yeah. Uh, my apologies to everybody else that sends one in whose names I don't remember. Uh, but that name, Mike French, just uh, sticks in my head. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, I used to Mike French kiss in sixth grade. When did you start Mike French kissing? <laughs> I never kissed Mike. You kissed Mike. Wow, he just locked you up. He did <laughs> like a fucking FBI agent. And, I, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I wanted to support it. I also wanted to shit out of it. That's what happened. No, yeah, so they was... both crash into each other. Just, yes, you just missed a whole gear. I did. It was a there was a fork in the road, and instead of choosing one, you smashed through the sign in the middle. 100 agree. You hit those, so, those water barrels. I so badly wanted to just go. You're a professional comedian. I know. That's what I wanted to say. And then I was like, Well, that is my friend and a guest. Mike French, but you, I swear, my dyslexic, apparently I hear dyslexic now because I thought you said I kissed Mike French and I was like, my fr- you're Frenching Mike. So I was like, Oh, I mm-hmm. see. So you're, you're That's taking where I some went. of the blame on this. Yeah, I'll take the blame because I, I thought it was an aneurysm and I, God forbid, I don't want anything to happen to you. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either for that matter. Yes. So mm-hmm. thank you, Adam Ferrari. What? I, my fr- I first girl I ever kissed, I was 12, I believe. 12 years old when you French kissed. I was. Me yes. too. That's, I guess, what, how old I was. Yeah, and I was on vacation. I was in Lake George, New York, camping in a boat, not the Panty Ripper. Uh-huh. This was a boat. <laughs> Uh, we would go camping every year. Mm-hmm. And Italians camping is a sight to see because my mother's hanging like cheese and salami in the trees. <laughs> like everyone else had like like these. Like, I, got, I got uncles in like shorts with black socks. One guy's in a suit just fishing. <laughs> yeah. Hope I don't catch a witness. You know, they just. <laughs> but there was a uh, there was a blonde girl who was camping on the next island over because you camp right on the island. Take the boats and go to the island and, and you could walk around people's campsites and stuff. And there was a little blonde girl named Sandy. Oh, her name. Yeah, I remember her name. Just like Greece. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the beach. Uh, and uh, I kissed her. And, and was yeah. she older than you? She was older than me, yeah. Yeah, see, that she was 14. She was a woman of the world. That's my the, the girl I French kissed was 14 as well. And yeah. when we went to kiss, I thought we were just kissing the way that I had always kissed, closed mouth and just yeah. kissing. And here it comes. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? What is this new world? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a whole new world. Yeah. And then uh, there it was. There it was. All right. Well, yes. you remember her name? Uh, yeah, Laura. Laura Felvey. I remember her name. I believe she's since passed away. Oh. Um, sadly. Uh, but uh, at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind that was the first girl that I French kissed. Okay. And then I brought it, and uh, the second girl I French kissed was Michelle Corlett, who's come up on the show very many times, mm-hmm. and she was not ready for it. No, oh, so, you, so you took your new knowledge. Yeah. And we're showing and it off. Surprise, <laughs> surprise some poor girl with it. Yes. Um, where um, uh, then it was a discussion afterwards. I know she wasn't sure she enjoyed uh, she that she liked it. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. You think it was your form? 
Uh, I believe it just was fresh and new. Yeah. Uh, because the form was strong. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I learned from an older lady, Matt. Gross enough to hear you talking about that. And a first Mrs. One, Robinson situation going on, and I'm bringing it to, to, to my grade. Here's to you. <laughs> yes, Elliot. So my first French kiss was also my first kiss, but it was on a dare at overnight camp. And the girl who I French kissed was a little older than me. I swear to God, she had tattoos, but that can't be true. No, it cannot be. But she she came across in my mind, in my memory, she was a 13 year old biker chick. That's how I that's how I kind of visualize her. Mm-hmm. And and she had just had a cold beverage, and so it was cold. It was not, which is not necessarily what you want for a French kiss. Mm, I don't know about that. Mix well, it up. At the time, I didn't know what to expect, and mm-hmm. then that happened, and I didn't like it, and I didn't try to kiss another girl for, let's say, five years. I'll say that. Yeah. She and it was, was all because of that. chick because the tassels on her handlebars were black instead of pink. <laughs> That's not what it was. But yeah, it like, sounds like that might have been it. I think Garen's on to something. This whole story has red flags. I don't believe it. Like, yeah, I don't believe Ellie's ever kissed anybody. real at all. <laughs> we know he had a long-term girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I find you so asexual. <laughs> <laughs> You can think whatever you like, sir. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think. Uh, you reproduce by splitting in half. <laughs> that would be more convenient. Uh, uh, let's check back in with Garrett Cockrell. Let's, let's check in at all. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, I said you, hello to him. You then. keep interrupting him every time you say hello. <laughs> hey, Garrett. Anyway, I saw you over the week. Anyway, let me tell you about that show. Uh, but it was nice that Garrett showed up. He and Eric very came nice. by for the second show Saturday, which was a very fun show. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, Garen, what uh, you saw, Joker? You got the celebrity sighting, which is what I brought this up. Sure, sure. Uh, all right, let's, I guess let's just do that very quickly. Hold on, I, I just want to know: is the Joker? Because it sounds like it's a bad movie. Did you think it was a bad movie? I didn't love it, and I didn't hate it. Okay, I hope you don't. I, I think it's nope. got it was a asexual. Bad, <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's not a that's not a bad. Well, no, because that might have a negative connotation. But uh, it's fine. I think it's got a bad mental health message. Mm-hmm. Which is getting me all sorts of shit on Twitter. Now I'm a, a libtard, blue check, know it nothing, whatever, because I'm saying the movie has a bad message. But you've always been that. Yeah. I know. Like they, they don't know that. Now they think it's because of my feelings on Joker. <laughs> Why do they know your feelings? They need to get Joker? to know you better. I told somebody yesterday on Twitter. Yeah, maybe they do. Yeah. Uh, it's f- it's fine. It's a movie. Yeah. Made yeah. a lot of money. It did. It did. It did make a lot of money. A lot of dough. Which is good for the genre, but mm-hmm. go see it. Form your own opinion. Will do. Thank you, Garen, for that permission. Appreciate that. <laughs> I was, uh, that's why I didn't see it over the weekend. I said, you know what? Garen hasn't let me uh, let me know that I'm okay to see it yet. I'll yeah. wait for him to give the uh, the nod. Uh, all right. But is that where you saw the celebrity at the uh, at the motion picture house? Yes. All oh. right. And and you saw it at the Arclight in Sherman Oaks? I saw it at the AMC Theater in Burbank. AMC in Burbank? Okay. Just before your oh, show. Oh, so you were so there. It's right there. It's right by you. Oh, mm. so a celebrity. So there were two on premises. Ah. <laughs> Is this a movie you actor? Lever. It is a movie actor. A woman? No. A man. A male movie actor of, of the last 20 years in popularity? Yes. Okay. It, still, and he's still, been acting longer than I think, but his his star has... And he's a star? Yes. And But movies or television? Film. Film? I don't think well, he's ever done TV. In the genre that you went to see? Okay, the, great question. Yeah. Oh, he's a comic book superhero. He is a superhero. I didn't say that. Maybe he's, he's in superhero movies? Yes. Is he a villain? He is a villain. He's a villain in superhero movies. Is it Marvel? No. DC. DC, okay. Is it Danny DeVito? No. Is uh, it the guy from Shazam whose name I would never know? No. 
Is it uh, is the guy who played Lex Luthor on the TV series? Just oh. He just said movies. repeating. Movies. He, he may not have ever done television. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a chance it, he's it never not done Michael television. Michael Rosenbaum. No, it is not him. Okay. Was Thank it you. Jesse Eisenberg? No. Is that his name? So yeah, this but, totally but, sounded wrong. That is his name. He was, uh, he was Lex Luthor. Yeah. And the film. In the film, Elliot. In the okay. film. Wait, did we say it was? It is DC. DC. It is DC. It's DC. So you got your Batman's, right? Yeah. You got your Superman. You got yeah. your Aquaman's. Mm-hmm. Your Wonder Woman's. You got your Wonder Woman. Oh. You got your Daredevils. Daredevils. You got Marvel. Your, uh, mm-hmm. Death Kid Marvel. or what's his name? Ryan Reynolds' character. That's Marvel. Though. Deadpool. That's also Marvel. Deadpool. Deadpool. That's Marvel. This guy is in none of those films. Oh, Whoa. but he's a DC villain. Mm-hmm. DC and villain. acted in in a film as a as as a villain. In a DC, and not one of those. More than one DC film? No. Just, uh, is just it one? Is just it one. Uh, is it uh, like a Suicide Squad type situation? No. Nope. Wait, is this what? No, going. Is this what he's known? Is he known for playing this villain, or is he known for other big more, more roles? No, he's known for a lot of big roles. Is Oscar he, nominated actor. He's an, this so guy's Oscar, say, Oscar he's like a, a, nominated acclaimed, actor. acclaimed guy. Yes. Is what it, other genre uh, are we allowed to ask? Is it just yes or no answers? No, you ask whatever you want. What other genres besides superhero films? Mostly superhero film and mostly oh, so drama. Yeah. Drama. drama. One. Dramatic. Is he over yeah. 50? I do not know the answer to that. I don't think so. So 40s. He's in Probably his 40s. Probably in his 40s. Okay. He's if like, he's over 50, he's 50. Is this a white guy? Yes. Okay. We're talking comic book movies, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Sam Jackson's in a lot of movies. Let's see. Aquaman was mentioned that's as well, Sam yeah? Sam Jackson. Well, Aquaman, Aquaman was Aquaman. DC. We did that, but... We could be going astray. Yeah, well, right. we, said we, it was DC. we said Batman. We said yeah. Aquaman, Superman. Wonder we said Wonder Aquaman. We said Wonder Woman. But it was only—he's only been in one film, and it's none of and those. It's none of those. And it's none of those. Is it? Right. Is it in the DC uh, expanded universe, or is it like one of those off? Uh, no. Aha. Was he? Was he a villain to a superhero that could fly? In the film, he appears. In? Yes. No. All right. Uh, oh wait, Green Lantern. Is it a Green Lantern film? No. Uh, fan, uh, okay. Who are we leaving out? I don't know. It's something that's not it. It's not a. It's not like in that world of Batman, Superman. It's not Justice League. It's not like it's any, not Archie comics. Is, is it, it? Is it Watchmen? No. Is that DC? That's Did DC, DC publish that? Who's watching the Watchmen? What, what, what about publish Watchmen? Wait, then is it DC? I don't know. I think it might be. Vertigo. Are we getting too caught up in, <laughs> in the fact like, that he was in like one movie? Well, that seems you, to, could be the key to it, though. It, it is the key to it. It is the key to it, Adam. Well, let's figure out, was he, was he nominated for that movie? No. Okay. Oh. Okay, so he's Oscar nominated for something else. Did not win. Was he good in this movie? He was f- not, he was okay. Oh. Is the uh, movie not good? The superhero. It's fine. We're talking about the superhero movie? I, I didn't say it was a superhero movie, technically. What? Wait. No, no. no. That's exactly that, what you said. He's a villain. Yeah. In a superhero movie, he said he's a DC villain universe. in a DC movie. In a DC movie, but it's not a superhero. But it's not movie. a superhero movie. So it might be. I don't know what that means. I, I, <laughs> is it the Joker? I'm sorry. What is he from? Is it Joaquin Phoenix? It is Joaquin Phoenix. What? Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. He came in the theater as the, when the movie ended. As Joker? No, as Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Uh, the, the credits started rolling. The audio cut out, and I'm like, "What the hell's happening?" Here comes Joaquin Phoenix, just wanders in. Fuck. It's like, hey, and nobody realizes. He's like, hey, because he's Joaquin Phoenix. He's this weird, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, hi, everybody. And meanwhile, everyone's getting up, leaving. Does he have a microphone? Like, no. <laughs> Where is now, he? Is just he comes a, in the front. Up, up front? Up front. 
And it took the audience probably 30, 45 seconds to realize, <laughs> holy shit, Joker just walked into the room. That's amazing. That's and then craziness. they all flooded him. Of course yeah. they flooded him. You sure. couldn't. You had a show to get was to. It, was it sponsored by the, by the studio? No, it was he just, just a in? random showing. He was like, who wants to go see Jimmy Pardo with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six no, o'clock no, showing. Nobody? No takers? <laughs> yeah. That is truly bizarre. That's yeah. craziness. Wow. Why he Burbank? did it. He went. Uh, he went somewhere else and did it too. Uh, some. I think it was like ArcLight somewhere. So is he sitting in the back to get reaction? Is that is that what's happening? No, he came unless he snuck. He was in the back the whole time because we were near the back. Yeah. And I saw he just came in just the front. He had a, there was a couple of cops with him. I think that's a thing now. I know like like Brie Larson did that with Captain Marvel, but like they were clearly it was a clearly a PR stunt because they like had people ready to film it and to yeah. share it on social media yeah. and the in the, the marvel disney I, I didn't pr see was all any, over no cameras no cam no cameras so this guy's going rogue <laughs> he's yeah, just doing was, his own thing i mean it's really cool you don't yeah it's pretty cool it's very cool it's very la i guess you never Los expect that i see that happening a lot but i never you never experienced, experienced it that. yeah, yeah. that's cool that is cool that is cool especially for you as a fan of the film uh, genre, the genre <laughs> do you think Genres. do you think him showing up bumped up your opinion of the movie slightly it bumped up my opinion of him yeah because if you would have given me a list of actors that would do something like that you would not he would never be on no. it because yeah. he seems like i'm an actor yeah you know what i mean right so but it was cool he got the crowd swarmed him he was all up in it taking pictures People were like, you're going to get an Oscar. I can't wait. And then I rolled my eyes and left. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was cool. Garen, if I may, that actually happened after my show. <laughs> Somebody yelled out, you're going to get an Oscar. And Garen rolled his eyes and yeah. left. Gave you a DVD of Sylvester Stallone's classic film Oscar. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good Not joke. Bad. Deserved better than what it got. It was a little wordy. Uh, such a, it was such a sharp turn that I think none of us really made it. Made it <laughs> yeah, it I do want to say clip. very quickly that Please a, signal a, next a, time. Uh, <laughs> a fan came to the show and gave me a gift. Uh -huh. And I want to say publicly thank you to that gentleman oh, uh, very okay. quickly. All right. Uh, all right. So, Garen, that was your weekend. That was uh, full yeah. boat, huh? Full boat. Saw Joker. All right. Saw Pardo. Saw the master at work. Saw the master. Goddamn right. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Uh, well, he quite literally was the master. Yeah. See? Yeah, you're right. Another sharp turn. Wait, who's the other one with the... Wasn't Philip Seymour Hoffman? I think they were both in it, right? They were both in that. Oh, wait, no, you're oh, right. Oh, you're right. Philip Seymour Hoffman was, was the master. master. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix was yes. his... Thank you. I know things. Okay. I didn't see it, so I don't know which who was what. You know, we have the DVD of it, and I've never seen I've never seen it, but it's up there, and we always go, hey, we should watch that at night. Yeah. We have nothing to watch. And we go, hey, we have nothing to watch. Well, I guess we'll, guess we'll figure it's something out. It's hard to out. get excited about that movie, because it just sounds like a... People say it's great. A grind. It's what? it's a one-time watch. Yeah. yeah. Takes a lot, Addy. That's all I'm looking to do. It's very long. Oh, yeah? It's great, but it's... I don't know. He's one of my favorite directors, and it, that's one of them that I don't mm -hmm. ever really want right. to watch again. Is so. it fair to say his movies? This is uh, we're talking about. Uh, well, I'm blanking on his name now. P.T. Uh, Anderson. P.T. Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Not, not the other Paul P.T. Anderson who made those weird yeah. action movies. Resident Evil. Paul Thomas Anderson. I feel like his movies have gotten less and less fun with each one. Is that true? they're getting more and more they're maybe getting better and yet less film, fun to watch filmy yeah if that makes sense like more art house like phantom mm -hmm. thread was just yeah brutal oh i liked it it's good but it's it's just brutal yeah not and then not like i don't mean brutal like hard, like it's not like it's very violent or anything it's just a fucking boring 
to me. Well, I enjoyed it very much. We're talking about the one where the uh, a, Daniel Day Lewis. Someone dresses. Yeah, I like that one. Adam, you see that movie? I did not. Who doesn't want to watch a guy sew dresses for three hours? <laughs> Sounds like it's brutal, though. Uh, I enjoyed it. We got conflicting yeah. reviews at this very table. Okay. I actually did. Uh, I actually spoke to the Washington Times, uh, uh, Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday. Yeah, she did an episode of the podcast that Jimmy Pardo will be on. Thank you. Um, and uh, she had a great way of approaching. If 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 she sees a movie that's not in her, like she's not a big sci fi, but she has to review for work. Mm-hmm. She uh, she she says, "What was the reason for making this movie? Uh, did it accomplish it? Mm-hmm. And was it worth? It was a story worth telling." So it kind of takes you out of if you see, if you're watching a movie that's not really you know you're watching it. Because the wife says, I want to see this. You could ask yourself those questions. And that yeah. kind of keeps her engaged and objective to That's report smart. to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with me is like the answer to those questions with a movie like Phantom Thread is mm-hmm. this guy's pretentious. Right. He <laughs> wants to win an Oscar. Right. And he can go fuck himself. Okay. <laughs> but look, you have the answers to those questions <laughs> then. Right? There you go. Uh, You're out before the first act is over. Yeah, I guess so. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you saw Blue Man Group over the weekend, didn't you? <laughs> you what? did? Yes, I did. I saw a posting that uh, the ladies of the house got some tickets, and somehow you and Charlie also got tickets. Here's what happened. Uh, Elise, a guy that Elise works with, was like, hey, I entered, the, you know, I guess every show does this now, where every every show, uh, like uh, at Pantages or wherever, they have a lottery. Mm-hmm. So you enter the lottery, and if you win, you get uh, great tickets for a discount price. And uh, this one discount wasn't that ex- exciting. It was twenty five dollars instead of I don't know what it would have been to oh, sixty. Twenty five bucks a ticket? Yeah, that seems so great. So this guy that she works with won the lottery, and he was like, "Oh, hey, I won the the Blue Man Group lottery." And she was like, "I wonder how hard it is to win the Blue Man Group lottery." <laughs> so she entered the Blue Man Group lottery. Guess who also won the Blue oh! Man Group lottery? Oh, it's like the your birthday uh, <laughs> fishbowl at the end of a comedy yeah. show. The tenth caller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put it in there. We'll give you a call. So she she won, and and we were like, "All right, well." Uh, I mean, who's going to enjoy this? <laughs> like, we're like, I, 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 I guessed that my seven-year-old son, Charlie, would be the one who would enjoy it the most out of anybody. But the kid, it got rave reviews on Broadway. It yeah. went to Vegas. Everybody wouldn't, nobody was shut up it's about. It's been down it was, the it was block be- from my house for 10 years. My apartment in New York, it's been down the block on 4th Avenue right? for yeah. years. People rave about gone. this it, thing. It, it was never. before Stomp, right? Wasn't it? I think they were. I don't know which one was first. They were on the same time. I think. I mean, yeah. I would have guessed Stomp was first, actually, mm. but I don't know. So here we go. So now that's it. Because I see the poster, and I always go. I've never had an interest, but you know what? Maybe the reviews can't be wrong. Well, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was just curious. I mean, like, right. I, I know it's. I mean, I, I was kind of like, I know what it kind of what it is, but uh, maybe that'll be fun. Maybe that'll be interesting to watch. And so we went, and Elise picked up her tickets for you know for the discount price, and then we went to the other box that was at the Wilco. We went to the box office and said. Are there any seats near these seats? And the one was like, yeah, I got uh, two right next to it. <laughs> so, so we got four seats together, two for 25 each and then two for like 60. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, went in. We're like, here we go. And, um, yeah, that's not a good show. Oh, wow. All right. it, is, it is just nonsense. It's, you know, there's yeah. there's certain shows that are just like, it's kind of like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Moomin Shunts? Yeah, but, but like. Oh, the worst. Like not. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it is more like moment. Yeah, that's what that is what it's like. Yeah. Because like at least with Cirque du Soleil, you're like, well, that's impressive. Yeah, right. Like they're flipping around. Yeah, that guy works out. Yeah, like these. This is like Cirque du Soleil without the athleticism. It's just kind of wow. the artsy huh. bullshit. And what's of the that. rest of the audience feeling? Are they? Are they? Oh, they love it. They do. Yeah, people are going crazy, and it's I've got that it theater comedy to it, where they're like, because <laughs> you know, like they don't talk. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just because it's just, it's just like. 
it's like that French comedy where like people are looking, you know, they're, oh, they're yeah, doing big, big, eyes. big yeah. you know, goofy, yeah, like takes to each other and everyone's losing their what mind. What were the reviews in the family? Uh, um, I, as I suspected, Charlie, Charlie loved it. Charlie loved it. And then it just went right down the line. I think, I think, uh, I think Zoe hated it the most. <laughs> um, and I think then, I don't know, Elise and I were probably about the same. Uh, I think like it was, it was fine. I will say no intermission, 88 minutes in and out. Okay. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't waste too much of your time and i like that about it but it is just a bunch of drumming and stuff flying mm. through the air you know like they're, they're throwing marshmallows at each other and That's part of the fun <laughs> wait uh, did you say you went twice is i've been at two different editions of blue man group i went once in new york to the original the original theater where they had like the little tubes and they would talk to you pre-show and then i saw it once in vegas wait they talk they're in the original production not the Blue Man Group people, but parts of the production. Oh. There were like these little tubes next to the seats, and and they they would hear you, and they would like they would ask, it was like they were listening in on you, and they would ask you questions. What the fuck? It was weird. That sounds kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I kind of like that. That sounds idea. like surveillance. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent surveillance. And and did they do the thing where they had paper coming out from the stage into the audience? Uh, what? Uh, what do you mean, like little like confetti? No, no, no. They, in the one that I went to, it was like I want to say paper towels. They were, uh, they, they had no. the audience. So Matt, bring, after you woke up, did you notice? <laughs> I did not. I was not woken you, by paper towels to the head. <laughs> uh, they did have a thing where in each program there was a, a piece of like neon green paper and it had like dotted lines on it. And I was looking at it, it just a bunch of like not kind of nonsense phrases and things written all over it. I'm like, what, what the fuck? What is this for? And then at the end of the show, they on the stage, they hold it up and then they start tearing it into pieces along the lines and then they throw it. And so everybody just start tearing the pieces out and there's, they turn on these black lights. And so the, the paper is like kind of glowing, like translucent or whatever. Mm. Uh, that's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Like uh, uh neon -y. and it looked kind of cool. There was like, there's moments like that that are kind of cool, mm. but like, it's just weird. Uh, are you thinking like, I'm going to hit traffic. <laughs> <laughs> did they have the, did they have the PVC instruments? Yes. Like, okay. Cause that to me, that's, that's the thing that they do that like is kind you, of cool. And, you've got to like, per, I think you've got to like percussion. Oh, 100%. It's, yeah. it's just all percussion. That's the yeah. whole mm. thing. And but, then there's just some, like little bits in between that. But the PVC sort of trombone thing, I think is really neat. Yeah. They change the size of it and they're hitting it with it's, the soft mallets it's, or whatever's it's going on. It's interesting. I mean, if, if I saw that at a, like a children's science presentation, I'd be like, oh, cool. Wow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, tubes can make different but not noises. not 60 bucks for a regular ticket. <laughs> right. I yeah. was, uh, I want to say in Jackpot, Nevada, when I did a gig there. I with, know that gig. Right? I did oh, it with, uh, you were a lot of soul searching. A lot of, lot of soul searching. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, but we were, as it probably was for you, we were the 10 o'clock show. Yeah. And the 8 o'clock show was a review of Broadway shows. And one, it was like... Uh, uh, Avenue Q mm -hmm. and whatever the hot ones were at the time and they would do one song from like seven shows mm -hmm. and that was the the, uh, the eight o'clock show and one of them was Blue Man Group and because of this a lot of time for Soul Searching we saw that show every single night and mm -hmm. so the Blue Man Group segment would come out and the MC would go aren't you glad he paid 200 bucks for that? <laughs> and it was like, it got a huge laugh, but it was like, yeah, who the fuck yeah. would want to watch that for longer than what I just watched it for? Yeah. That's the perfect amount of that time. Guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's so crazy that Went you... Went twice. Well, well, but so twice. many unanswered questions the first time. <laughs> is that PBC? <laughs> well, the one in Vegas, like the regular Blue Man group is like three people, or at least there's only three people on stage at any one time. Yeah. The Vegas one, there's like 20. Like there's a whole wall a of drums and, and things Jeez. like that. So yes, you do have to like drumming. I agree. 
That's definitely an important part. I don't of it. dislike drumming, but I don't need to watch eighty 90 minutes. minutes of drumming. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, even Moby Dick, you skip that truck <laughs> right. on the live album. That's a Led Zeppelin reference. In, in the one that you watched, Matt, did they have the thing where they were wearing uh, moving message signs no. that gave you weird instructions? Oh. Nope. Well, here, <laughs> yes, they did that in that ten-minute thing, and I hated it. I mean, it's 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 a conceptual thing where they're like, "Don't look at me, look at that guy." Like, there's all this stuff where you're supposed to be thinking about like what theater is. If you don't, if you're not yeah, that, then you're not you gonna like it. Like that. Even that, I, 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 I'm not, I'm okay. I like that kind of thing, mm. sort of, in some cases. But even that, those elements of it, the meta elements of it, were felt very stale to me in this show. Like, well, it is a 20 year old show. I know. Like, there's a thing where they play a video at one point, and I know this is on purpose. Like, it's supposed to be kind of cool and retro. But uh, like, they, the guy, like, pops a VHS tape into a deck and presses play and then the video starts playing I'm like uh, like I know that's supposed to be, it's because there was like pong being played on a screen in the background at one point it was like I get it it's like retro future I'm like no no you've really just been doing this since the VHS era <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's like that um, did, they, but, did, did they do a thing where they invited somebody from the audience to participate yeah they did a, a couple of people uh, in like three different segments involved people from the audience all right, all right. but the thing I was going to say about the the taped piece is it, it just there, there's like one thing where like there's like a VO of their, and they're going like 30 Two percent of the of the audience has been to the bathroom in the last twenty minutes. Forty percent, and they're like just throwing numbers, in, and then they're like, one hundred percent of you have experienced love. I'm like, really, really, Blue Man Group? You're gonna try to be deep now? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. You're a bunch of guys with paint on your faces. Just do your fucking marshmallow trick and move on. With it. Stop it. One hundred. Percent. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like one percent experienced hate. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that angry at it dur- during it. I just afterwards I was like, this is this was And Zoe not- hated it. Well, yeah, she loves theater, but she likes story. She's like yeah. me. She wants a story. And there's you know? no story in Blue Man. And there's That's zero true. story. There's no plot. There's no narrative. Although, it's just I feel like I feel like there was kind of like a weird like the one I one of the ones I saw there was kind of a weird like they were following one of the Blue Men group with something. Them but- or just you? <laughs> yeah, yeah i followed him home uh no no, no. I, I feel like there was like like a weird sort of like you found a narrative in it i think the i think the vegas one had like some kind of thing but it was very light it was yeah, it was yeah. almost not there it was kind of like a like like you were talking about um like man's search for Soleil. meaning that was the yeah something like saw? something like that. oh yeah because Cirque du Soleil has that too where it's just like it, it, you know it's the story of a Spanish clown who's looking for his nose you know like that's <laughs> right. the through but line of least, the bullshit yeah. <laughs> at least they're doing something interesting in Cirque du Soleil like the acrobats and stuff right that's, that's cool yes. to see but right I don't know it's kind of I feel like Blue Man Group is just Banging on pipes for two hours. I don't know. Hey, look, you try to catch a marshmallow in your mouth with me throwing it at you from 25 feet away. Oh, is that what they do? That's one of the things. One of their things. One of their famous things. I I regret passing on the. I was. uh, They offered me press tickets, and I was like, "Mm, no. Oh, but by the way, in the program, Elise noticed something. She was like, you've got it. You guys should pay Garen to go see this thing in La Mirada. I know it's a, <laughs> it's a trek. There is an, a, some, a show called Grumpy Old Men, the musical. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With Hal Linden. Oh, I like Hal Linden. Yeah. That would be actually uh, a musical. But, it's like, but what the yes. hell? What could I saw possibly... Woja Howitz at the co-op in Santa Monica. How'd that go? It was great. His name is Max. I went, yeah. Oh, he went, yeah. I said, Max Gale. <laughs> How are you? He's yeah. on General Hospital right now. Oh. He is? Yeah. Great. As a he's patient? And may have just won a daytime Emmy. <laughs> wow. I think he's a detective. I think. Wow. Typecasting. I stopped watching the program, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, Max Gale. Mm. Wow. I just brought this show down to a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame Adam for bringing up Max Gale. I just had some more information on it. Okay. 
right? Well, Elise even went so far as to see how uh, expensive the tickets were and too expensive for this bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we're not going to send Garen there for $90 or whatever. No, if we're going we're to spend the money. And then I realized it's probably too late for him to get press things because it, it closes this weekend, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But don't you, aren't you just fascinated by what that could be? Max Gale did just win a Daytime Emmy Award. Oh, see? Yeah. Look at that. I got that right. Yes, Good for did. Max. He deserves it. Yes, he does. He was so great on Barney Miller. Man. So great on Barney Miller. Everybody was. There was Ava, not a yeah. weak link on that thing. Ron Glass. Ron Glass. Ava Goda. Sat next to Ron on a plane once. You did? I did. He had was, uh, you know, he had a reputation of being a little snooty, mm-hmm. and that was proven on the plane. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then he died two weeks later, I want to say. Oh, oh no. boy. Yeah. Oh. Did you poison him? Yes, I got sick of his attitude. I went, hey, Ron, what's out that window? And then I put up something in his drink. <laughs> yeah, that makes that made the most sense. Yeah. Right? It wasn't liquid, of course, so you could bring any dry poison on the plane. <laughs> right. Just make sure it's not in liquid form. Good point. Yeah. People have open cups on their tray for however long the flight is, and then, but yeah. So, who, yeah. I just, don't, don't bring the animals. Just, yeah. rather, man, I'm like, this is not an ark. What are you doing? This, there was, and you're not even allergic. No. But, but I'm like, st- how, what if somebody is? You know, Thank I'm, you. I'm not, like, how are you going to? It's awful. I stress out about it. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. But it's, it's, and it's getting worse. Yeah. It's uh, my emotional support parrot. Right. Okay. okay. Tell okay. it to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody just brought the horse on, right? The, uh, Wait, was, what? what? Yeah. That I, can't I, be. I want to say it was on Delta. They brought uh, the m- miniature horse, whatever they're called. Shetland pony. They, they should just have special flights for that at that point. Yep. You know what I was, I was reading? They have a baby map now. You can see where the babies are sitting. Oh, really? Yeah. That You know, I don't <laughs> care about... I, I don't mind the little baby next to me. I welcome it. Okay. Switch seats with me. Okay. It drives me insane. You don't like it. I Well, it's, it's look, I, the, the kids... You know the kid's going to... I always get the window seat, right? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I lean against it. I go to sleep. My favorite seat is either 6A or 6F on JetBlue because it's the bulkhead. I can get on early, get in and out, right? Mm-hmm. Got it. So sit down. And all of a sudden, the kids are coming by. I'm going, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm willing them with my mind. No, nope. sitting down. Now, are you saying kid or baby? Baby. Because baby doesn't bother me. Kid is a little more, you know, like a four Four year old is going to drive me nuts more than Sitting a baby. Sitting behind me kicking a seat, that'll yes. drive me insane. But also the the blood curdling screaming of, yeah. a, of a toddler or but a baby. But you know what I need? Hard. Here's what I need, and I'm okay with it. If the mother goes, shh, I'm sorry. If, if I see the parent making an effort, yeah. then yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, there's nothing we can do. But if, if they don't say anything, I'm just like, you know, we all hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge it. Yes. Yeah. I really agree with you. We're not yeah. the crazy ones. This is bad, right? We're all in this together. Has, has, has an animal on a plane ever wigged you out? A dog on a plane? Yeah, I had to uh, move a seat once. And I have a note now from my uh, doctor. Right. Uh, that uh, So they, they will put me kind of here, mm-hmm. uh, and then they'll move the uh, animal to an area so that we are not near each other. Now, who uh, it's beholden on them to accommodate you. Know, you, know, you, know what the, you know what the fallout is on that? Mm. I would have to take a different flight. Really? Yes, it falls on me for some reason. The person with the support animal is a, is you have you have a physical thing yes. that's going to happen to you. Yeah. And this person might get sad. Yep. <laughs> and, and by the way, they, they don't do they have to tell the, the airline ahead of time they're bringing the animal, or they get to show up. I believe they're starting that now. There's that story, right? There's the story of the woman that brought the horse on. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's pretty funny to see a horse on an airplane. Is that first class? No, I think it's. I think yeah, it's it looks the bulkhead. Like bulkhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is not a. I mean, that is, a, like, if that were a dog, it would be a Newfoundland. Too far from a horse. Maybe you shouldn't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, if that's your support was, animal. Where was that flight going? Kentucky. Where was it going? Uh, Belmont I think it left Belmont. Tampa. <laughs> so, so we're in Florida. All right, Florida. So there's your yeah. first uh, check mark. Gives you a sense of. 
right? It's my emotional support crocodile. <clears throat> We're not that far from that. We're not. Garen making that conversation as opposed to just ignoring it. <laughs> the crocodile. I will say that Adam, too, mm. while he looks that up, I uh, if if somebody walks on and it's a legit service dog. Yeah. I I don't have I, I only my allergies will make me say if I could please move. But when I when it's them walking on and it's obvious that they're there like a blind person. Uh yeah, or uh, yeah. Uh, you know any other sort of serious uh, thing. serious thing. But and, and you know I'm not dismissing emotional. It's no, the, I the, got tons of it. But <laughs> but it's the people who obviously bought a vest on eBay yeah, and they were like my, my wife even off. said my wife said well, what's your, and I said why? Uh, you know I I want the dog's not going to be comfortable. You know what? It's not uh, no. I How big is your do dog? It. It's a little dog. It's this big. It's, it's like under little, 10 pounds. A little rescue, yeah. Somebody, um, this is, that was not the only attempt, the only instance of this. What? This woman also took it from Nebraska to Chicago. That's the one, right? On what airline, sir? American. Yeah, that's the one. That's same, the one I was thinking of. Same horse? <laughs> Different horse. Okay. A horse? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just ride the friggin' horse? Right just up ride the horse to Chicago. That's what it's meant yeah. to do. And stop bothering right. other people. I mean, it, Here's the thing. We're all prisoners in our body, but let's when we're out in public, behave yourself in the day room, okay? Just behave yourself <laughs> right. in the day room. Mm-hmm. You know, I had those uh, the allergy tests where they put all that on your mm-hmm. back and stuff, and uh, worse for me than anything, horse. Oh, so really? if, I, if I was stuck on that, like that. You'd have to get off. I'd have to get off. And again, it falls I think I me. have that because every horse I bet on never comes in. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's how it works, never, but you might be onto yeah, something. Never comes in. So, but I don't understand why it's on you to leave. I don't either. A flight attendant told me, though, once, because li- a flight attendant has listened to this show, uh, Sean Cas- uh, Kathleen, uh, passengershaming.com or whatever mm-hmm. that one yeah, says. Yeah. Uh, she said, oddly enough, if you have a problem with it, you would get, they, they, you, they would move they you to a different you. flight. So what if there were four people who are allergic to dogs and there was one dog? I, then who has to I move? can't answer that. I, I also think, like, you're traveling for work. You could say, I have to be in... Indianapolis mm-hmm. by 7 p.m. Right. This I is the flight. It. I have an allergy. I have an here, here is Here's proof. Here's I, I'm not doctor's. wearing a special vest, yeah. but here's. Yeah. Maybe they should start making allergy vests. So like, you know, like you go vest versus vest. Which vest it's like, wins? It's like it's like a like a speckly red. So it looks like you've got. I'm not, I'm not doing a review for the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I in the devil's advocate just just this part there are stories of people who they they do the proper thing they don't bring their dog into the cabin they they create the dog and it gets put under the plane and then the airlines have sometimes not uh handled the temperature yeah. where the yeah. dogs are oh, i wouldn't do that i would yeah i, I did wouldn't. i did that with my old dog and i felt terrible after no i would never i would feel that. bad too I, it's yeah. not it's not humane well, get, don't bring uh, drive Drive, yeah. yeah. Drive. Train. Put your dog in a car and drive. Yeah. Did they, did they give you any reason why it falls on you? I, I, I I'm sure they did, Is but I, I retain information <laughs> for about six I, minutes. All and I then saw I'm, was red. <laughs> yeah. I just had hate. <laughs> but she is the one that told me get a letter from your allergist that may help mm-hmm. move. Uh, well, I hope you never have to deal with that because that's, that's. I never. I never had a bump. They they were able to move them far enough away from me. Mm-hmm. The it was just two times where it happened. But when uh, you, when that time, there, you and the other person were both in first class, right? Yes, we were next to each other. And then so they, that's ended up, weird they, they had to move two other people to accommodate us. Yeah. Mm. Can but, you move? Can you move? Take those two seats so he can sit here and you can sit here. Yeah. Because it doesn't, like, you can't get that far away from another person in first class. It's nope. not that big. But you can't bump either person to coach. You know, I mean, like, they're not, you can't be like, you paid for a ticket. That's correct. You can't be like, get in the back. Right, Jack. To either of you. 
Yeah, I uh, mean, it would be weird. No, the person with the dog can. I got no problem with that. <laughs> nah. Get back there. What if? I mean, if the flight's not full, maybe they could. There was them, one time where seats. somebody brought a dog on. I had not seen it, and all of a sudden, my throat was closing up. I couldn't breathe, and then all of a sudden, I, I just heard a. And it was like, oh, there's a fucking dog under my seat. Right. Oh, the no. person behind me brought yeah. the seat on, or the, 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 the dog, dog on. And it was oh, like, wow. Why, what why, happened? Why am I having an allergic reaction? This is bizarre. Why is this? Well, I had to take my breather and thing. Oh, yeah. wow. So, yeah, it's it's not good. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and, that, and again, I'm not dismissing anxiety. No. But that is it just, well, I, yeah, yeah. just as real. Yeah, yeah, I got tons of it. Right? Yeah. But, you, you know, you don't know how to control that on a plane. I really don't. <laughs> you I have don't trouble? There's a man on the wing of this plane. <laughs> oh, no, you're Shatner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who did it in the remake? Can you remember the actor in the remake of that? Uh, uh, oh. Oh, Aaron's got it. Are you talking about Joaquin from the movie? Phoenix. From the movie. From the movie, okay. Yes. Was it Twilight Zone the movie? Is that? It, it wasn't was Dan Aikroyd. Dan Aykroyd was the guy in the car. Dan Aykroyd. see something scary? Right. Yeah, oh. Is there money on the table? And they no, because you know it. Why would I say I yes? I know that I know it. What makes you think that I know it? Aha! <laughs> You're not you. You have a terrible poker face. Poker face. Poker <laughs> face. I had pain in my leg. That's what that was about. Oh, I, was I see. Take care of some You're pain. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm. <laughs> Let's see if anyone else can think of it. Because Karen I'm... Allen was in Twilight Zone as well. Okay. Wait, is it? Uh, I think I know it. Is it John Lithgow? What do you think it is? Who I do you think, think it is? I think that's right. I think it's John Lithgow. It because I, I know the scene with Vic Morrow wasn't because before. here's why I remember is because they take him off the plane. He gets into the ambulance and then the and then it's Ackroyd again or if not Ackroyd, whoever it was, it said you want to see something really scary. Yeah, I think in the Ackroyd. ambulance that they drive away. That was Ackroyd. Yeah, that's that. how I remember it. Garen, who do you think it is? It's John Lithgow. Yeah, Sean. It is Lithgow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The great John Lithgow. Yeah. Terrific actor. Mm-hmm. You did a podcast with him. I did do a podcast. You did? Doug Benson's podcast. He had That's us on. Great. Doug Benson did mine as well. You had Doug on your program. I, it's not aired yet because Jimmy Pardo is this week. Oh, thank you. Jimmy Pardo <laughs> is this week. Uh, all right, let's take another break. Yeah. Right? And when we come back, we got more of that for our uh, right. We'll check in with uh, Elliot, find out about his weekend uh, very briefly. I also have a... I have a <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have a celebrity sighting not as exciting as Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, all right. Well, we got a lot on the table. We'll do all that uh, right after that. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Adam Ferrara is on Twitter, at Adam Ferrara, F-E-R-R-A-R-A. And he's got a new podcast, 30 Minutes You Can't Get Back. It's uh, chats with friends and uh, funny people, interesting people. Jimmy's on this week's episode. If you want to give it a sample, that's probably a good place to start. But he's had a lot of other great people, too. And he's been talking about it the whole episode. I'm sure you've uh, already absorbed the information. But please check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of Jimmy, he's going to be at Penguins in Cedar Rapids, Iowa on November 25th and 26th. He's at the American Comedy Company in San Diego on November 10th. And then Never Not Funny has some live stuff coming up. Uh, let's see. On the uh, the 16th of uh, November, we're in Acme, at Acme in Minneapolis. And uh, that's a matinee show. And then the next day, Sunday, the 17th of November, we're in Rosemont. That's the Chicagoland area. Zanies in Rosemont, the 17th. Uh, please go. And then finally, Vitello's in Studio City, our old haunt. It's our new old haunt uh, on the 25th. That's the Monday before Thanksgiving. That's an 8 p.m. show at Vitello's uh, in Studio City. So please go to NeverNotFunny.com. Click the tour link. That's where you get all this info and find links for tickets. For Jimmy's stuff, go to JimmyParter.com. Click his tour link. And one more thing, our friend Mike Henry, friend of the show Mike Henry, has an EP coming out on Bandcamp tomorrow. It's called Panther in the Hay. If you've enjoyed the original Celebrity Sightings song or any of the other uh, great themes. I mean, some other people have been sending in more recent themes, but the classic Never Not Funny 
drops were all made by Mike Henry. He's a great musician, great songwriter, and he's got an EP. I don't, I don't think it's comedy per se. It's just uh, music, and you should check it out on Bandcamp. Panther in the Hay by Mike Henry. Enjoy. Hey, Matt, do you ever see a fella and you wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy on them? Yeah, all the time. I'm going to tell you something. They're not meant to be worn that way. Yeah, this is not an MC Hammer video. Right, you're supposed to tuck. Your clothes all gigantically oversized. Right, it's tuck it in, cinch it with a belt like a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Well, untuck it is if you want to, listen, if you want to leave it out, Mm -hmm. right? If you think that looks nice. Which I do. I I don't like tucking shirts. I don't either, man. It's bungee. Cinches me up and bunch. Well, here's here's how you solve the bunch problem. Mm -hmm. Untuck it. Yep. That is the brand you've been looking for, Matt Belknap, mm-hmm. because they were specifically, I'm talking about untucked shirts now, they were specifically designed to be worn untucked. Yeah. It is the original untucked shirt. It is a modern solution to an old problem with no tucking or tailoring required. Except no imitation. No matter your size or shape, these shirts are the perfect untucked length. They've got 50 fit combinations. That's a lot. That is a lot. Untucked shirts look great on tall. I wish those guys luck. Short, you thank you. I do think mine looks nice on me. Slim, wish that guy luck as well. And athletic guys, wish those guys well. <laughs> Listen, I fit one of those. You're slim. I, one could argue I'm slim. I'll take that. You are slim. You can shop online, Matt. Yeah. Or you could visit one of Untucket's stores. Oh, that's cool. You know, I much uh, met a guy at Untucket. You months, man. (laughs) I was so excited about my dumb joke that I screwed up. Anything unusual about him? I can't get into it right now. Okay. Um, But uh, I do. uh, You you have an Untucket shirt? I love my Untucket. I have a few, actually. I do, too. I bought a second one because I enjoyed it. once you find the fit that's right for you, it's so exciting. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah, give me that stuff. Here's the beauty, too. And I can speak from experience as a shorter man. Mm Um because I've had to wear shirts for various television things where they want me to be untucked to look casual. When you alter those, it looks boxy. Yes. The Untucket brand looks the way it's supposed to look right. and lands at the right spot. Makes Yeah, it makes you look good. That's what I like about mine. You know, I, I got that purple flannel one that I'm talking about. Oh, my God, you don't. I Because it's my favorite shirt. And, it lo- and I'm trying to tell you something. You don't have a shirt that looks that good on you. That's why this weather is driving me crazy. This is the time of year we're supposed to be starting to put our flannels back on. Right. But uh, I can't put flannel on in 89. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. What why would to, you? It's like, I, I right, you're to, not a lumberjack. I need to like fly to Seattle just to put that shirt on. Uh, well, you know what? We got we got Minneapolis and Chicago coming oh, yeah. up, so there's uh, well, an opportunity I'll, for you to wear those. It's definitely coming with me on that trip. Uh, listen, we'd love to untuck it. Uh, Elliot's got an untuck it shirt as well. He bought one early on. Garen bought one early on as well. We all mm-hmm. got untuck it shirts. We were in early. Damn right we were. Like cutting edge fashion. Remember, we bought untuck it shirts before they were even a sponsor. That's true. Uh, try hyped on in person. At one of Untucket's 50 stores or go to Untucket.com to get started. They even offer free shipping returns on all orders in the United States of America. You can save 20% on your first order by using the code PARDO at checkout. Look at that. 20% off by going to U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. Promo code PARDO. That is Untucket.com. Promo code PARDO. Untucket. A better way to dress. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2509. Adam Ferrara is here. Adam's got the hot new podcast called uh, 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. I am on it this week. Yes, you are. You have people like Andrea Martin, Kevin James. And now you started with Kevin, right? Did I did. Yeah, we York? started doing stand-up together in New York. And uh, you're friends to this day? To this day, yeah. 
Yeah, great. Start a, I, I, and that's when you start a podcast. I, it's like selling insurance. You you start calling your friends, <laughs> <laughs> doing interviews. So right. Yeah, so it was really nice. And, and thank you for doing. Oh, it. Of course, more than happy to do yep. it. Uh, that Kevin James was uh, recently on a television program. Yes. Uh, he also does movies. I like that. Yeah. He's Paul. a nice guy. You know what they want from me? Tony Kornheiser uh, from ESPN. Yeah. The interruption. Yeah, yeah. He was a good guy, too. You like and that? I did one with an FBI profiler. Yes? Yeah. So I got a guy who worked on the uh, on the Bundy case. So, Whoa. yeah, we talked about that. Oh, that wow. Really cool, yeah. That's Christine great. Schieffer from, um, and that's why we drink, is a paranormal kind of true crime thing. She, mm-hmm. she did one last week. So, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And you're so you're not just doing comedians. You're, you're branching yeah, out. all so kinds of you stuff, have, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and and a lot of it, if I may, if I may, it came from you guys. I've had such a good time with all you guys, and I always like this vibe every time I come here. So when I sat down and figured out what I wanted to do, and you actually articulated it in the interview. Oh, with because Oliver, you you mentioned in the interview when Oliver saw you and Matt like laughing and saw your dad laughing and everything, mm-hmm. you could see him enjoying that. Yes, and when I was a kid. The best night's sleeps I ever had was when I was upstairs and I hear my, my mom and dad and their friends laughing yes. downstairs. So that's the environment I wanted to create. And then they'd have company over the house. Mm-hmm. And like any good group of friends, after they leave, we talk about them. So that's, <laughs> what, we, so that's what we did. Yeah. Right. Uh, boy, the word company. Boy, you, company. People don't say that very often. company. Anyway. We got company. Yeah. Company coming over. Let Italians say it all the time. Don't right. be on the phone. It's company. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that Sebastian Maniscalco bit, right? God, that's such a great bit. Mm. Like his signature such a great bit. bit. Right. Have you seen that bit? It's no, a, I haven't. It's uh, it went viral, yeah, and yeah. It, it, the premise is when you were young uh, and somebody was at the door, you'd get excited. Oh, company's here! Yeah, Who's yeah. at the door? Get the get some pasta going. Blah blah. Yeah. Now, if somebody's at the door, who the fuck is at the door? Oh, yeah. Get down! Get <laughs> yeah. down! Yeah. But he does it, of course, much better. He yeah. acts it out, and and it's a uh, it's a really great. Yes, yeah, that's, that's I have that with my my wife too. She's like, we have to, like all this stuff over. There. I want our guests to feel comfortable. And I said, the problem is, I don't want people in my house. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a gracious hostess, but I just, I want the world out there, us in here. That's how I am. Yeah. That's why I was surprised I was allowed over when there wasn't a garage sale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping to make a couple of bucks. <laughs> just show you out there. Yeah, there might be something here you might like. Uh, all right, that's Adam Ferrara. Let's check in very quickly, though, with the uh, the plastic knob. Nub. Plastic nub. nub. There's no K in there. Uh, or a microphone on. There's there you go. Sorry. Happening at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Elliot Hochberg. Hi, Elliot. Hello. So your weekend, uh, I don't want you to go into details, but you're, uh, any uh, update on the car? You uh, Working on it. It's Right now, it's in Sun Valley. Your uh, car is in Sun Valley. Cur- currently. I went. I had to get there at 8 this morning. In 8A. Order- in order to get it done, it'll be done today. Do you have a loaner car? No. You Ubered here. I li- I did a lift here because I had to. I was going to take the bus back, uh, but uh, there wasn't enough time. Have you used a lift before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Plenty. Well, I'm just saying, you could. I have codes. You could use my codes and gotten a cheaper oh, ride. I, I, Sun I, Valley I, is quite <laughs> expensive. It's I'm just trying to be helpful. Not about you. <laughs> just trying to help a guy out. have a minute of time. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got so little. That's why I want to help him out with my Uber codes. He's actually trying to be helpful, but I don't don't disagree with you. Just let him tell his story. Not about you getting a code and getting some sort of referral code or whatever. That's not about getting the free ride for myself. I'm trying to help. It's 100 percent about that. You know it is. Trying to get something. Sense. So you're gonna take the bus back there? Probably, yeah. Just because it's, I'll have enough time to, to, because they're not going to be done until four, four thirty somewhere in there. So, okay. Sun Valley always sounds like a million miles, but, but it's, it's, it's just, really that it's bad. It's just north of Burbank, right? It's not that. Yeah, far. it's not too bad. Right. Um, but I wanted to. Uh, we were gonna. We were talking about uh, Coachella earlier, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I uh, about this. Yeah. So, um, Adam, how do you pronounce that festival's name? Coachella. Hmm. Uh, Coachella. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, like a normal human being. And you kind of get angry if you hear someone say Coachella, right? Yeah, but he's been through enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not yet. Uh, are you going back to what we were talking about prior? About yes. The, uh, so, Adam, before you arrived, uh, yes. we were uh, somehow a, a, a nudist colony, that sort of thing, came up. And I have. What a, did I miss? Uh, just that. Okay. Uh, and I have a friend. Uh, who he and his wife go to those. Mm-hmm. And he says it's very freeing and they enjoy it. It's not, again, not a swinging thing. They're not right. having sex. It's not an orgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just, they go to uh, either these camps or the hotels where you are able to walk around. Yeah, yeah, I've been. Freely. To, I've been, to, I was in hedonism. I was at the next hotel. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, you know, I was like, do you want to go? I, like, yeah, I want to go. I just, I, I don't want to bring the fat man who lives in my mirror there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. It's all. But that's the thing, the. Uh, the people who do that, they're all normal people. They don't care. It's all normal people. It's not, you're not getting well, they, they, models usually. They're, yeah. they're, they're average people. You know what I mean? All right. Can I tell my not story? I've been there. Because this applies. Once again, Garen's trying to steal your thunder, Elliot. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So uh, I, I got these Coachella tickets and my, my recent ex who we're still friendly with had always wanted to go. I never wanted to go to Coachella. And so I'm like, hey, do you want to go? And she's like, great. Did you not want to go because it wasn't enough percussion? (laughs) (laughs) Not enough makeup. You're not going to have the tubes there. There you go. So, uh, but the problem was I got the tickets late, right? And so trying to find a place to stay. I'm not staying in a tent. I'm not going to sleep in the car. I got to have some kind of a motel or hotel or something. Mm -hmm. Everything in Coachella proper is gone except for a nudist hotel. And my ex is like... Yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. She's into it. She's into it. And I am not. And here's the thing. And the reason why I wanted to make sure I got to this before it got diffused is because to me, although I don't want to walk around naked. And by the way, you can check in clothed and you can leave clothed. But if you use any of the facilities, you have to be naked. It's required. Even walk. Oh, it's not optional. This gentleman. No, because that's the whole point. Even walk into the vending machine or to the ice machine. Mm Because then you're a pervert. Then you are like, what the fuck? Or or they don't don't want nudist tourists. They want people who actually are willing to participate. Whatever. So certainly I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that as I have, you know, normal shame. But um, I also am not super interested in seeing everybody else. Yeah. That to me is more of the thing. Like I don't want to see the vast uh, rainbow of humanity in in their nude form. I don't need those the memories. I don't want to know that that guy likes me. <laughs> right? You think it's that? Yeah. Well, there's that too. Just be a stiff priest. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Ah. Yeah. But it's 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 just it's I a matter of a stiff priest. By the way. <laughs> I, like, I mean that could happen too. Yeah, what what, what hotel is that? <laughs> Pope's going to allow it. Yeah. Uh, he's going to allow. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead, Elliot. I'm sorry. Pass so, the uh, rolls, Monsignor. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, that's basically it. So so. So did you do it? No, I kiboshed it, and we ended up staying in Twenty Nine Palms, which is on the other side of um, what's it called? Palm Springs. Hell. No, but there's, there's, there's that, <laughs> that too. There's the, the Joshua Tree. Yeah. yeah right. On the other side of Joshua Tree, uh, which was fine, but it was this long, and we actually drove through Joshua Tree, tr- drove through Joshua Tree twice. Um, that's hard to say. Uh, one time at night, and you're not allowed to run over any bugs or anything, so you have to drive really slow. 
That's all the other thing. I was hoping to see the Milky Way. Did not because there was a moonrise that weekend. So that was a bummer. So I was in Joshua Tree. I didn't even get to see the Milky Way, which I've never seen. Um, but uh, but yeah, Garen, if you want to interrupt him, now's the time. I can happy to run over to Seven Eleven and get you a Milky Way. If really oh, boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, I, I wanted to have that a, was not the save. I, we I, were I, I revoke your privileges. <laughs> I wanted to have a spiritual moment where I could see our place in the universe. Yeah, in the we're galaxy. talking about dongs, okay? That <laughs> bad topic on the table. <laughs> not talking Milky Way, but so so. I guess here's the question: If you were in. If you were in my situation, I would not have done it either. No, no. I would have gone. I would be in twenty nine pounds. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Want I have to do nothing that. but shame for my body. Yeah, and and what about my sort of observation about not having a great body? I'm not like I. I well, because the thing with your issue is that you just. I mean, so I still you, have the shame, but you, it's you feel like you couldn't avert your eyes. Well, but that's rude. Why? I mean, here's is the it, thing. Is it an exhibitionist thing, or is no, it just no. a feeling it, Here's the thing. thing. All right. Let me, just, if, let let me demonstrate something. Let's wait, argue this. Let me demonstrate if something. everybody's doing it, it what, doesn't, doesn't right. make it any better. It doesn't like for you. This. What if you saw me like this? In your, in I would your think hotel. that you're maybe new to the I scene. I would okay. look yes. up. I would not look down. I would look up. Because down, there's... Either way. Someone could be crouching. I you don't want to see that. <laughs> me too yeah. and and yeah and so to me that feels like like if they don't want a tourist who's in their clothes they're not gonna want that person either like i get what you're saying matt that like they might have some sympathy for it but it's not like i'm trying to become nudist it's something right. i feel uncomfortable with and i would be kind of taking advantage i don't know it just didn't feel it didn't feel right if, it, creepy. Were, yeah, if yeah. it were me there would be an uncomfortable amount of eye contact Constantly, like never oh, looking yeah, at yeah. anything other than Hello. faces. Hello. All yeah. faces, Hi. all the time. Hi, there. Hi how, how are you? you? I haven't well. blinked in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, nor have I. Do you have any drops? Nope. Don't look down. Up. Oh, whatever oh. that was, I'll never get it back. Oh boy. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, I got a, I got an important question. Are yeah. you allowed to wear sunglasses? I don't see why not. Okay. So oh, that's just, interesting. Just get the absolute darkest, darkest sunglasses. sunglasses. That's a fair point. Mm. That would help. And I then, didn't think of that. And then you get a seeing eye dog. <laughs> These are my emotional support pants. <laughs> there you go. And, and not for nothing, but my ex, like, I didn't really connect it together, but she, she is kind of an exhibitionist. And she would have been, like, saying hello to this people. This is why you broke up. You know nothing about this girl. Yeah. I mean, I, did, I knew those things, but it didn't. It didn't. You're wrong. You're right. Okay. And there's there's other there's other reasons though, which I won't go into. I understand. But um, I would imagine you played into it a little bit. Yeah, probably I, your personality. <laughs> I'm a very nice man. We know you are. <laughs> we know you are. And and a, and a considerate lover, and I resent the fact that you think I'm not no, a sexual we person. We're, we're learning too much. Okay. <laughs> I don't ever I need to hear you say considerate <laughs> lover ever again. Boy, was that a horrible combination of words. Oh, that, was the new, that was the nudist hotel of speaking. Also, please, please you made us look at considerate lover. I, I was going to go. Considerate lover. Look, you don't have to look at me. I know. Don't look at me. lovers. That's what we are. We're asking the things that you want. I want you now. In fact, you're forced to have a never not funny fan. Fantasy baseball team. <laughs> that is your team name. <laughs> You're going to look at that name. The considerate lovers. Yeah, that, would, that would be good. Here's the thing. It'll be too far down on the list. I, I will do that as long as you don't get angry if, by my not knowing what I'm doing, I accidentally win the whole thing. You cannot get angry if I. If, I want that, that to happen. Actually, I want to see a, someone who knows nothing in there. Just <laughs> you to know, see where I've name. always argued that somebody that knows nothing about baseball ought to do will mm -hmm. destroy everybody. Sure. There's no emotional. It's only about the freaking yeah. numbers. Yeah. With, with Elliot, it would absolutely be the case because he, you know, he would obsess over all the stats and everything. I almost want you to join it. Well, first of all, we need you as the auctioneer. That's fair. But uh, let's say you. Uh, uh, no, I see. But I, let's pretend we find somebody else. We're not finding anybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
if you, I, I almost want you to do it as an experiment. Can can be could somebody else uh, do do the draft? Do my draft for me? No. And then and then I play how off. could somebody else do your draft? That's the point. So well, That's I would I would auction and not pay attention. Know anything I don't anyway. care. But you would have to do the research to look at the the, oh, the yeah. draft. That see, I wouldn't even know. There's so much where to begin. Well, even. You look at what the categories you're competing in, and then you look at the players who do well in those categories. That's right. where you begin. <laughs> yeah, and then you try. To, you have to predict whether or not you think they'll be injured and that year. Your, knowing your brain, yeah. you would just need a week of research, right? And you would then. Uh, I, I honestly think you would dominate. I really do. I, but I but honestly don't know. Elliot, you were fantasy also, football. I did not do that well. You were also saying that you think someone going in completely blind, like random picks with no trading or anything, would. Would, is that what you were saying initially? Well, I could tell you for a fact that doesn't work. You you you, you think you would end up last? I don't think you would. I, you, I, wouldn't, you wouldn't win, but I don't think you I would lose. I guarantee you could. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. There's been many a person. Well, that, no. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't pick complete dud players. You you, and if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but if I if if I sent somebody in to do the work and I, I like I did my work, it handed it to somebody, then they actually did it. No, I'm because you're, you're, you might be handing them a pile of crap that they can't then make work. What if someone. You can't make work. What if someone took a list of the or players, like the, the top, how many how many players get drafted in a league? Like if there's 300? 13 teams. Yeah. So just take a list of the top 300 players. So you weed out the people who no one's going to pick. Yeah, anyway. that's, that's every uh, but at some draft point you're, prep. You're going to rely on name recognition. At, but if you literally know, if you literally know nothing, though, that doesn't. But that's there's no way that you don't know at least one like names are going to. They're yeah, going to click. Maybe. I will tell you that at the draft that Elliot was the auctioneer. I had mm-hmm. no uh, idea. And somebody said, I finally said a name and he went, oh, it was Clayton Kershaw. And he went, yeah. there's a name I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what I mean. Like, even if you try to do it randomly, but your mind is going to. But that's one of 30 that you have to get on your team. Yeah. And, and then and then 300, like you said, 300 different players yeah. total being selected. So Do you play the stuff at them? No. Yeah. You don't do that? I, got, I, yeah. I lose my money scientifically. <laughs> Baltimore killed me. Uh-huh. I could see you being week. a fantasy uh, football player. Uh, there's nothing to fantasize about. There's a real game on Get a Bet In. <laughs> I never understood. <laughs> You're a betting man then. Not oh, you as, were just in Vegas? Not, not as far as you know. <laughs> but you yes. were in Vegas. Yeah, and I got killed. You I got, did. Were you performing? Kansas? Then? No, I was I was actually doing the Barrett Jackson auto auction in oh, Vegas. Fun. Oh, I saw that you and a woman were uh, yeah. hosting that. Yeah, April, right or was that something April else? Rose, yeah. Yeah, April, that's what it was. April Rose, and they gave me a nice Shelby GT three fifty to drive home. What? Just, just to drive home. Driving home, yeah. Drive back to LA so I was in the oh. desert. Make a believe I was Jim Morrison. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, that's yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah. But no, as far as the gambling, even even on some of the sites uh, that I go on, you could click all home, all visitors, random. So it's like, you know, why are you playing if you're not gonna do that? Yeah, that's but, a good point. And sometimes those guys in the pool win and it pisses me off. Up. So, and your theory does work. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm wrong. So well, you can say I'm going right. to take 500 bucks, mm-hmm. spread this around to 10 games, just random, right? Well, I buy it at different pools, and then then I, I get some other stuff going. I, I was the last guy to have a real bookie. I had a real guy. Maybe the last guy. I, 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 you got a real. I know one, two, three, four, but the, not a website, but a real guy. I don't know a bookie. Uh, yeah, no, no. He's like he's saying. I the, had one. The last guy that I still was, had I was, one. Oh, that still yeah. had one. I, I would call meant, in. I go, all right, give me the Jets in the over. He goes, all right, it's three and a half. I go, Vegas line is three. He goes, like, are you shaving points? He's like, listen, I'm getting older. My back hurts. I don't have any health care. I go, what? <laughs> I'll buy you a tube of Ben Gay, Pete. Give me, give me the Jets in the Vegas line. He goes, don't use my name on an open line. And I went, Pete, 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 Pete. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you would call Pete. Yeah. They gave you, well, you're supposed to have a number and there's a cap. Like, you know, you have a, it was a $500 cap. So if, you, if you're up 500, you get paid. If you're down 500, you got to pay. So there's no money changing hands until, until you hit the cap. Hmm. I see. So, and I'm just a nickel and dime guy, so. But I don't, and I don't know what that means. Not a lot of money. Nickel, I, I understand what that means, yeah. but but what does that mean for you, nickel or dime? A hundred dollars, two dollar, hundred dollar bet. Uh, my wife might listen. Okay. <laughs> Four hundred ninety nine dollar guy. <laughs> Let's just say the cap was getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because remember the fires when the fires kicked in. Mm-hmm. So I'm down in Santa Monica, and I was shooting in New York. So I called uh, I, ca- I called my wife because she got the alert on the phone. So it got really. And I said, honey, do me a favor, get a go bag. What's a go bag? It's the stuff you put in a bag and you go. Just get it, get the, get, get the jewelry, get the, move the cars, whatever you gotta get. Go into my office, move my old albums. There's a Parliament Funkadelic Mothership Connection album. Reach and add as an envelope. Like, there's cash, are you betting on football? Money burns, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> You're hiding it in the long place. <laughs> uh, what a joy! Yeah. And so you lost some money this weekend on Baltimore. You said. Well, Baltimore should have, they. I got a three and a half, and they won by three. So you know, it's it's the pool. You have to win X amount, and then you win the pool. So that's, I see. And uh, if that, I would have gotten if if it, were, it was three and a half, and I got it, would have pushed. So nobody would have won, but someone took uh, Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh won. So he got one more than me. And Kansas City fell apart last night. So. I got. I need Cleveland tonight to get even. I, I wish you a lot of luck with it. Thank you. You're a baseball guy. Let's sweep the out of town scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, I've been enjoying the uh, the the playoffs. Yeah. There's nothing more exciting than uh, playoff baseball, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Even if I don't like, I don't care about any of the teams. Yeah. I agree. I don't watch baseball at all, but I can get into a playoff game. Yeah, it's, like if fun the, to watch. this this time of year is really cool because yeah. uh, it's football, and then you get you get baseball, you get that playoff game. Like mm-hmm. I can't watch this is a hundred something games. I will catch you tomorrow. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I like it going home after. Well, it's comforting for you. Whatever it is, comforting. Yeah, goddamn. Fo- right. <laughs> That's why football is comforting for me because it was the only time my father sat down. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's like you could spend time with him with cars and football. Mm. That was it. Because he was, he was working on a car. He was stationary. He wasn't moving. And in football, we were all home and we could sit and, and hang out with dad. And would you chit-chat during it or was it a quiet time watching the game? No, we'd laugh a little bit, but Pop was there. Pop was present. He wasn't worried about making the bills. He wasn't mm-hmm. worried about, he was present with you. I mean, even in our interview, when you talked about Oliver and being present with Oliver and watching him when, when you guys were working and seeing him right. enjoying, you guys enjoying each other. That's, uh, that, that brings back a nice memory for me. Uh, by the way, Oliver came to my first show Friday at Flappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Danielle were there, and Danielle posted a picture and with the caption of, uh, you know, find someone who looks at you the way Oliver looks at his dad when he's performing. Oh. And it's Oliver just, it, it is maybe my favorite picture of all time. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. that was, it was great. Isn't that Amazing. nice? Yeah. It's just so, and then afterwards he was like just talking about the jokes he liked and, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I swore a lot. And, yeah. <laughs> I, and I kept on saying from stage, I'm so sorry, Oliver, I'm swearing too much. And yeah. When I came off, I said, I'm so sorry, I swore so much. He goes, Dad, it made, he goes, there were sometimes it wasn't needed, but sometimes it made it funnier. I'm like, see, that's yeah. great. Okay. And, and you acknowledged him from the stage. Have you done that? Uh, well, it was only the third time he was actually at a stand up show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, this was the first time that I acknowledged him. Did he enjoy that? Um, he answered the question. The question was um, somebody in the audience was working in, worked in animation. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, I don't know that one." Hey, Oliver, do you know that show? And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Do you like it? Live, you need to." And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but it turns out he actually does like it. I forget the name of the show, but uh, yeah. Uh, but he loved it and he enjoyed it. Then he had uh, we went down the whole lineup and he told me what he thought about every act. And see, that's great. Your father gave you you include he included him in your world. That that yeah. meant the world to me. My father used to do that. Me too. Yeah. My dad once when my dad was still. He 
he had two jobs and was going to school. Mm-hmm. I remember he brought my brother and I to school one day, and there we were at college, and uh, there we were like these two kids. And I remember to this day, like he included us in that. Yeah, it was mainly because they couldn't. I know now they couldn't find a sitter. Right, yeah, right. I understand it. Yeah, but at the time it was like Dad's taking us to class with them. How yeah. cool! Yeah, yeah, that was that's great. When when you were you were given permission to enter the world, yeah, know, that was really cool. I agree. I'm glad you got that. Yeah, it was neat. It was neat to uh, to have him there. And yeah. my wife had not seen me do a long set in a long time, so mm-hmm. that was uh, uh, that was great as well. And, she, and that was a whole great show. So it all worked out. And you went to see some soccer uh, yesterday. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting game. Got to see Carlos Vela uh, break the record for most goals in a single season in MLS history. Uh, now, listen, I know, I know nothing about Don't give me the number. Yep. Uh, I know nothing about soccer. I'll tell you how many games they play. Okay. What was the over-under? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to get Pete on the phone? Yep. Pete! They play, play 34 games. Okay. Uh, 34 games, and he broke the record on how many goals in a season. Yep. Some games... Or one nothing, and he needed the last game. He had he had. This not, was the last game. This was the last game of the regular season. He had tied the record the previous game, so he needed one goal. So he just needed to one. break the record for a player, not like for a player. Yes, actually, the, but the team also tied the record for most goals by a team in a single season with his th- with his goal. Well, I'll tell you what happened later, but but he he's the guy. Who well, I know he had three. That. He had three yesterday. He did. He did score a hat trick, which was okay. So, very but, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't play into this. No, other than the fact but we know that the he record shattered the record. It's not two, right? Is it, <laughs> okay. is it four? No, I know nothing about. Soccer. I don't either. Uh, How many games in a season? Thirty-two. Eight. He says thirty-four. Thirty-four. They bumped it up. They, uh, they actually did bump it up. It okay. did used to be thirty-two. <laughs> so it's thirty-four games. Yeah. yeah, he's got the record for most goals in a season. A season, mm-hmm. and he shattered it. I've been told. Shattered. Well, he he, oh, no, he, he was tied, and then he scored three. So, so he's three he's, over. Yeah. All right. All right. Hang on. Thirty-two. I mean, like, just, just you know, you know enough about soccer to know that a lot of games are like one nothing. That's what you said. I said some are one nothing. So, sometimes, yeah. uh, so it's you know, it's scoring goal is not like. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty-seven. Thirty-seven goals. I'm gonna, I was saying high. seventeen. Seventeen for the air. I'm gonna. I yeah. think I, this guy's good. He got three yesterday. So you're assumption three yesterday. It's at least one goal per game. Is your. I am not suggesting that. I'm, su- I'm suggesting he got three that maybe he got three yesterday. Two and other times. Is, yes, is, is, is he yes. like the older kid playing in the younger kids? <laughs> <laughs> he he is a, a Mexican national. He played on the Mexican national team. He played in. Is this uh, a church league? England. Or is this... <laughs> no, it's the it's the U.S. professional league. But he he has played in the Spanish league and the and the English Premier League. So he's, so a, he's a bit he's of a, a ringer. ringer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but yeah. I'm sorry. L, <laughs> L- ringer. <laughs> <laughs> he is the. I mean, he is the best player in America. America, but that's you know he he wasn't he wasn't going to be a star in Europe. But let's put it that way. But he's a star okay. here. He is. So star. you're saying 17? Well, yeah. Now that I have this, or oh, you're changing it, changing now with El Ringo. Now, yeah, El Ringo. <laughs> changing it up. Yeah, this isn't Pete Best we're talking about. This is El Ringo. <laughs> uh, um, uh, 23. Okay, 23. I'm All saying right. 37. I feel All very right. optimistic. All right, uh, I'm more optimistic than you. I'm going to say 45. Whoa. Seems like the dumbest guess <laughs> ever. You just hate money. We're not even betting. <laughs> Darren? Karen, you? Here. I'm going to say 26. What right. did you say? I said 23. What is this? The price is right? <laughs> yeah, that's one. You're right. No, I, that's kind of a dick. Well, there's no money on that table. It's true. Should, I said should there be though? Should there be money on the table? I mean, yeah. It's been a while. All right. I know. He's got a problem, so we know he's in. <laughs> he's, he's not going to play the song. You got to play the song. He's got to go to his record collection first. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got to go find his vinyl. Elliot, uh, play the song for you. We need you a dollar. You got a dollar? I do. I, oh. 
shut it down. Shut that music up. How are you as an Italian man? What? Happy with the way that That's you're having mess. your money in your pocket? That's a mess. That's a mess. You put it in a, in a you, you face those bills know, and I fold it, it like a gangster. I was, excuse me. <laughs> I was late getting here. What are you, a child with that mess? Yeah, I know. It was a mess. I barely made it out of the house this morning, Jimmy. Well, we appreciate you being here. Well, where was that, where was that pile when you, before you put it in your pocket? Just what? sitting out on the on the dresser? Yeah, it was all piled, piled up, and I was like, I got to get to the bank. So I grabbed it, and I just shoved it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get to the bank. I gotta go. I gotta go to Sun and pick up a rear end for my car. There's a lot that, going on. Do you not own a? You not own a wallet? No, I, I have this. I don't put the wallets here. The I'm with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. My like money's the, in my front pocket. Money's in the front pocket. But look at him, Look at him. So you have a look, wad of cards as yeah, big as a wallet. You got three dollars. Well, right so. now I do. <laughs> but you know what else I gotta get? I got. I'm got some. Uh, my credit card got lifted in Vegas. Oh no! Yeah, I got a alert from American Express. And my wife is into like all the uh, uh, electronic security and stuff, so she's getting me some of those things where you can't get the uh, the count. The, you can't oh, get the readers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I had no idea. My my, uh, she went outside. She pushed the button on the car because that's how they're robbing cars. They just they just clone the, the fob. Mm. And she's in the house. She pushed the button on my car unlocked. They went ah, shit. I gotta buy this box now. Do I put my wow. keys into it? Yeah. Hmm. My my uh, my friend puts her, her keys in the in the freezer when she comes home. Well, your friend's nuts. Yeah, she is. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> She's right. She's crazy. Uh, all right. So, uh, so there's four dollars on the line. Yes. Okay. I have to know one thing. Are, are we accepting? Is it prices right rules? Uh, overs win if it's closer. Uh, yes. I agree. I think it. Wait, so wait, that's no, without no, going no, over. Without, no, going, without over. going over, yeah. Oh, you can't go. No, over. if that little yeah. guy falls off the Matterhorn, you okay. don't get any money. All right, so you're saying it has to be the closest to the answer closest without, the actual price without, without going, going over. over. There you if, are. if the answer was eight and he had nine and I had seven, I would win. Yeah. Right. But so my also, answer is 29, by the way, not 26. I'm going 29. You're going 29. You're going 37. 37 which you're seems going too high. 23. His is 1,045. I'm going to say 43 since now we're actually betting money and we're doing the prices Right okay. rules. So okay. 43 is my number now. Well, nobody got it. Is, right. is everybody over? No. Okay. So somebody's going to win. Uh, yes. Someone will win. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, he did not score 43 goals right. this season. <laughs> you, got, you got 36? Uh, he, did not, he did not score, what did you say? 23. 23. No, he did not score. He scored more than 23, uh, but he also did not score 37. He scored 34 goals in the season, which Garrett means Garen is our winner. There you go. Wow. I know for soccer. <laughs> <laughs> that basically is one goal. One, it's one, one goal, goal game. For- and he was out three games with an injury, So, but he was on pay, He was averaging a goal a game before the injury and then he came back I didn't hear the answer 34 34 oh, that's why you were asking about prices right rules because yeah. I'm actually you would have you would have been closer you would have been closer yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you, you fucked yourself by uh making by agreeing to that going Bob Barker yeah well he's a good man spay and neuter that's <laughs> 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 what are you a blue man group over there? <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> Don't believe what the models tell you. <laughs> uh, all right, Adam Ferrara has been our guest. Oh wait, you got a celebrity study. Let's let's do that and get out yeah, of here. Okay. Uh, it might be an anticlimactic ending, but. Uh... Yeah. When you see a celebrity. It's exciting, the sighting. Who could it be? What's your best guess? If they're famous, hey, it's celebrity sighting. All right. Do we don't know who did that one? 
can look it up. That's, that's good. That might be my favorite one. Very good. That's good. But we don't like the. They're all our children, Garen. That's we, they're all true. Nice. But that one, something about that one, it it, it makes it me I think I said his last time. The guy's got a, a really nice voice. He so. does have a nice voice. And that's a it's a specific tone that you you know. You get. Uh, Matt, did you see this guy at Blue Man Group? No. Did you see this woman at Blue Man Group? No. Is it a woman? No. Is it a man? Yes. Is he an actor? Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. He's an actor. Is but he a host? Better known for other. Uh, no. Better known for hosting? No. Soccer Musician? player? No. No. Sport sport person of any no. kind? Weatherman? No. Wait, what? Newscaster? No. Uh, What's left? Uh, Superhero? Fisherman? Well, there's two of them in Astronaut? There's, oh, comedian. Comedian. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. You saw a comedian. So not an astronaut then? No. No. <laughs> so a comedian. Although, guy. I am Sorry, I'm, I'm still trying to get this guy's name while we're doing this. Is it? Is it Dan Luizel? I think it is. Uh, okay. Is he a comedian? No. <laughs> no, that's the guy who did the theme show. Oh. Oh. All right. So you saw a comedian. So a comedian who also acts. You saw him uh, at uh, the soccer game. No. You saw him at the Blue Man Group. <laughs> no. All, uh, still you no. Already, you already asked if it. You saw him at a restaurant. Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. In what, Burbank? What restaurant? Uh, it was uh, Granville on uh, Ventura in Studio City. So he's like, in the Valley. I like Granville. Is this a friend of the show? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is a friend of the show. So he's been here? Yes. More than once? No. He's been here one time? Yes. Did you say hello to this person? I did not. You don't know him well enough to do that? I didn't think you would recognize me. Okay, that's it's fair. Been, it's been a while. Legend? It's been a while. It's been years, yeah. Uh, was it Richard Lewis? No, that's that's where I was. I, I'm. I, what's what's the guy who plays guitar? Tim Wilson. Tim Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Mm, There's no. a Tim Wilson. It's not Tom Wilson. Since passed away. No. Um, was well, it Tim Wilson? These these guesses don't. Well, help. famous comic. In the valley. And famous. Gentleman. He's famous. Yeah, people would recognize him. Yeah. Was he in the room or was he on Parkestathon? He was in this room. Was he in this room or was he? He was in, in this room. He was in this room. Yeah. Hmm. This room one time. Uh, oh, is it? Uh, uh, oh, David Steinberg. Nope. Uh, uh, Rob Rob Reiner. Mm. Famous no. comedian. No, Reiner. sorry. <laughs> no, but he's been here once, so that's why. Jonathan Winters. Never been here. Never okay. been here. Never been. Never had a Bob Saget. Never got a dinner. Never got a dinner. He's been on more than once. Bob though. Saget has not been in this room. I don't think. Mm, I will. I think you're right. Yeah, no, not, he, it was not Bob Saget. No, he was. He Bob was Saget sat here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, Bob. But we're Harlan Williams? Yes. Oh, Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams. The oh. first guest in this room, I believe. The first yes. guest in the studio, and he left his hat here, and the first thing I thought was, I got to go get that hat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that get out of here. back. <laughs> I guess we could have him on the show again and give him back. We tried. It's, it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. Harlan's a very busy man, mm -hmm. and apparently doesn't care for hats anymore. Jimmy, that. he's a rocket man. That's right. right. You know, so he was an astronaut. Hey, there oh, you go. There you go. Shit. Boom. He's so busy, it would be great just to have him pop in during a show once yeah. to pick up his hat <laughs> and then and scram. Just take off. Did we ever figure out who the sunglasses belong to? Which, Which ones? There's those sunglasses that are now hooked onto the hat. Oh, those I... are, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh and the Girls. Oh. oh, the producer. Yeah. Oh, oh, come on. That's unfair. Mm. That we can't pull her. I'm name. terrible with names. She's such a nice gonna... girl. She's super. She was great and, and great. Great guest. Yeah. Very funny. Very kind. Apparently she's squinting. She's <laughs> 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 walking through her life, can't bumping see into her. things. Uh, Adam, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. The friend. name of the program is Thirty Minutes. You'll never get back. All right, Andrew they, Allen. Andrew, Andrew Allen. Allen. Thank and you. And they can find that on any podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get it there. Jimmy Parta will be my guest uh, this week's. Podcast. I look forward to hearing it. Yeah. Now that I know that you trimmed that down to. Uh, yeah, we talked for a while. We did talk for a yeah, long it was time. Fun. So I'm interested to see what you kept. <laughs> Are you really strict about the thirty? 
we come in right around yeah. 30 35 right. and you know was something I like that so long. I mean yeah. you know I, I got a lot too. of got a lot of uh, exercise hours in the week to fill and uh, 30 is a nice amount of time to go for a jog mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that I also 100% agree that on behalf of the pop culture beast, Garen Cockrell, he's right over there. Uh, the Plastic Nub, that's Elliot Hoberger uh, the, at the dashboard. That's the Honcho Matt Belknap, our great friend, Adam Ferrara. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK-47, Gone, Not Forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.